Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On this week's show, Lauren Peterson has come back to finish the work we started back on episode 97. It is part two of our Kingdom Hearts explanation, and we, we dive back into the very convoluted plot, but Lauren, you did a fantastic job of explaining this this game. Uh <laughs> Thank you, Justin. I'm happy to be here doing it. If you are listening and you have managed to purchase and play through all of Kingdom Hearts 3 in the time it took us to (laughs) get this out, uh, I hope that was wonderful for you, and I hope you uh, still get a couple laughs out of this. Yeah, and if you're new to the series and you want to jump in and you want to buy Kingdom Hearts 3, you can listen to episode 97 and this episode uh, to kind of catch up and uh, kind of like, one, you'll get the actual plot of the the game and then you'll also understand the frustration among the fans of <laughs> that i think is, is the big selling point of this <laughs> a lot of times if you're going to watch a recap or listen to a recap it is someone breathlessly just running down the bullet points of everything that happens and there's a couple out there that ex- express the the sheer frustration and like mm-hmm. why are there so many plot holes why does everything contradict itself why do people have crazy names that don't make sense what is going mm-hmm. on we uh we really get into the yelling and screaming of it yeah i think by the end of this episode we got like pretty like unraveled and mike got to watch all of it through the booth so it was amazing uh, <laughs> I loved, it. loved it all yeah for the next one for the next game we unravel we might have to have like a live stream for that because it'd be, be worth it yeah. oh it'd be so great just to just uh, you know screaming and spit flying and gesticulating <laughs> which i just do when i talk anyways but you know what you should do you have you seen that uh that meme from um always sunny philadelphia where he's like fucking pointing at this like oh board. with all that <laughs> you gotta do that like <laughs> that was that was me on this really on this was. podcast 100 percent is charlie with his murder board yeah <laughs> so so, so again folks go back listen to episode 97 because that was part one of kingdom hearts this is part two um and again big thank you to lauren for doing this because that's the most i've asked of any guest um lauren (laughs) where can they find you you can find me on twitter at dm underscore lsp and you can hear the games i run on nerds on a roll an actual play podcast that is part of the geek say what network that is nerds on a roll our first season focuses on uh teenage superheroes and our second season is going to focus on uh faith religion and power in a sort of sword and sorcery dark fantasy world and it's available now on apple Podcasts. oh apple podcast any libsyn anywhere you get your podcast i just like everybody says that and i just kind of assume if you're listening to podcasts you know where to find them maybe i'm wrong yeah that's what i thought but i guess we have to say that all right go to go to uh uh, libsyn dot www i'm just shitting with you uh (laughs) nerds on a roll you can find us on spotify you can find us anywhere you get your podcast there you go Mike, where can we find you? Here. <laughs> but you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Don't so get Facebook. Smart with me, <laughs> Sorry. I'm behind the glass. I get brave. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Michael Mariscal, Instagram, Mike.Mariscal. And every episode I like to plug to adopt instead of shopping for pets because I love my adopted pit bull. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive on just about everything. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network and the network offers a plethora of shows now available including 
uh, Nerds on a Roll. We have Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Gollett. And then we have uh, our weekly trivia podcast, Geek KO. That's right. It's weekly now. I think they do like a little speed round every other week. Um, Hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. Um, All those shows and Lauren's shows are now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your talking. And on the horizon, we have DJIF, that's Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal. And uh, RP Geek Allegories, hosted by JPG. So look for those sometime this year. Um, They were supposed to be last month, but I'm not sure what happened. But they, they will come out this year. I can guarantee that. Uh, next up, big shout out to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for providing the space, sharing the equipment. Uh, you can find them at wayland.ws, and please support their audio drama, Where Live Frontier, now available on Alpha. Finally, next shout out to our geek apparel sponsor, Jordan Dene, which you can find at jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D-E-N-E.com. Uh, it's a geek apparel, uh, geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York, uh, run by Jordan Ellis. Uh, you can... Uh, Go to her website, shop with the promo code GeekSayWhat, and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. Um, all the stuff's eco-friendly, and it helps you look geeky. Uh, and I believe that's it, guys. Thank you again for doing this, Lauren. Big thank you to you. I'm always excited to yeah. be here. It's uh, great. Yeah, we'll have you back on for another game in the future. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe, and to check out our slash furbox. Cue my music. the show <laughs> uh, oh but lord welcome back to and thank you for helping me finish what i what we started back on episode 97 i am the, the, the name of an ex-porno <laughs> <laughs> i am always happy to be on the geek offensive thank you appreciate it cheers cheers cheers, cheers. you're cheers gonna need glass. it so, folks, uh, if uh, you're just tuning in, I would suggest going back to episode 97 and listening to part one of our uh, case study of Kingdom Hearts. Um, more, more importantly, the plot of Kingdom Hearts, really. That's because it's arguably the most challenging thing about the entire franchise. The gameplay is great. I love playing the yeah, game. Yeah, they're fun to play. The yeah. problem is they're confusing as hell. Right. The gameplay is pretty much a break from the story oh yeah you get to run around and beat up a colorful cast of characters in disney movies and then you get assaulted by weird anime time travel that's full of nonsensical terms and a bunch of characters that look identical we didn't didn't even get to the time we haven't got to time travel yet i'm excited for that i forgot the keys yeah (laughs) i'm hoping that people are tuning but like i bet there's i just hope there's one person out there who's like this is the crux on which his decision to purchase the game <laughs> is like it's like I'm not I don't know I gotta listen to the people on Geek Say What mm-hmm. tell me and then then I'll make my decision we, we've had everyone else already done. played through it already yeah. for the most part I mean I haven't finished it yet but if you if if you've been waiting for this you've been waiting a while I, I played like 20 minutes of it I haven't had much time it's um, the same big yeah. same um, but uh, no I, I was like 
Okay, I think we've done the deepest dive out of all the shows on the network into Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. Other shows have covered Kingdom Hearts or attempted to? Uh, I know Geek KO did, but it was very, like, um, It was a trivia, friendly. right? Yeah, so. so they could only get so far yeah. into it. Um, this is, like, we're, we're going deep. Like, we're going through the history, kind of, or, or a history. We're covering whatever. mobile games and browser games. We're going pretty deep. <sighs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, folks, again, I highly recommend going back to episode 97 of the show. This is part one. Lauren does an excellent job of explaining the plot through, um, what was it, 358 over two days? <laughs> yes, uh, from, from Kingdom Hearts, was it X? Yeah, so basically we Up went through, through the plot uh, chronologically within the within the story, not through the game's release. Yes, because um, that would be even more insane. That would be stupid, uh, to be honest, because there were some questions in the first game that didn't get answered until like almost a decade later. So um, I'm glad we went through it that way, because mm-hmm. listen, re-listening to the episode, I'm like, okay, it, may, it definitely made more sense that way. Uh, we left off at Kingdom Hearts 2. Too, but I think we need to do a little recap. It's been a few weeks. Um, yes, yes, it has. Right. So, right before, what game was right before Kingdom Hearts Two? Right before Kingdom Hearts Two. If I'm, I'm I, say, I, 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 I want to say, I have a timeline. Yeah, it, it it was simultaneously three five eight over two days in Chain That's of Memories. It was. it was two games. Those games kind of overlap in the timeline. Um, I think. I think like technically three five eight over two days starts before Chain of Memories. It yeah, it does. I had to look for a timeline as well. It looks like it started. Oh boy, this is gonna be all right. The very start of the three fifty eight is like at the end of Kingdom Hearts one, mm-hmm. and ends right before Kingdom Hearts two. Chain of Memories starts right after Kingdom Hearts one. And then ends during 358. I'm just going to call it 358. Yeah. Um, so it's, they are concurrent, which is the confusing part if you're trying to map this out. Um, and then we go into Kingdom Hearts 2 right, right after that. Right. So what was going on? I, it, it's asking a lot of you no, to no. recap it real quick, but um, like so, let's let's do it. Let's do a, a, a sort of from the top recap. We started okay. back in Kingdom Hearts X, which told us the story of the Keyblade, yes, um, which we called the X Blade for yep. posterity. I think mm-hmm. the game is actually called Kingdom Hearts Key, but again, X because that is just way easier to deal with, uh, and that yeah. sort of covers the Keyblade War, uh, who the Master of Masters was, and how all the worlds got shattered, and what happened to Kingdom Hearts and the the X Blade. From there, we moved on to uh, Dream Drop Distance, where we met Aqua, Ventus, and Terra. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, we met Master Xehanort and Master Ericus. Uh, sort of dealt with their issues as well as like kind of figuring out how they ended up passing Keyblades on to various people. Right. Okay, so Kingdom Hearts... Dream Drop Distance and Wait, X. did I say Dream Drop Distance? That's what you said. I meant Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep. I apologize. We can't keep these... I can't keep these damn names straight. Maybe if they, you know, name them one, two, two three, three, it would yeah. be easier. But just throw a bunch of words at you and, you know... Yeah, and again, to, to further illustrate how confusing this was, X came out 2013, which is chronologically, plot-wise, way before Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. And Kingdom Hearts 1 came out 2002. Yeah. So... 11 years later, folks. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So... <sighs> pardon me. <laughs> Trust me, we've had way worse happen on this. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Mm-hmm. 
I was um, one of those nights. Yeah. So if in in not dream drop distance, birth by <laughs> birth sleep. by sleep, we meet Terra, Ventus, and Aqua, the three Keyblade wielders who are um, basically going out to deal with this problem called the Unversed. The Unversed were created when Ventus's heart was split into Ventus and Vanitas, uh, and Master Xehanort and his whole crazy "I'm going to take over the world" scheme. He wants the X Blade to come back. He's manipulating everybody. All that stuff with Terra. Um, right. Terra gets norted. Yeah, it's starting to come back um, memory-wise just because I'm like, okay, right, that's what I can piece together. And again, I, in between the these two episodes, I've looked up visuals to help me like, okay, that's yep. what everything looks like. That, that's what was going on. Um, but uh, the the weird thing is I'm, I'm still having trouble seeing like what is Zehanort's like right. full end game and then what's so what is the master of masters deal we don't know what the master of masters deal is he just kind of noped off and then basically let all of his followers fight in keyblade in, in uh x yeah and then um but he he did have that cool magical keyblade that he passed down and mm-hmm. as long as as long as wherever it was he could see that far into the future right so his apprentice lushu was supposed to uh take it and just keep passing it down got it got it over okay. and over again um, to what end we don't fully know, or we haven't covered yet on the on the podcast. Right. I think that might be coming up. Um, so he he ends up manipulating Terra, merges with Terra, uh, in in uh, again. I keep wanting to call it Dream Drop Distance. I know, <laughs> I know that's what we have to talk about tonight. It's, sorry, Birth by Sleep. Birth he by you know sleep. he he manipulates all of them. He screws up. He screws around with all of them. He ends up taking over Terra's body. Um, so because he's old and he needs a new form, right? And he hasn't. His goal is to bring back Kingdom Hearts and the 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 X Blade, so he can just balance everything. He thinks light and dark need to be in balance, but also that will give him the power to reshape the world as he sees fit. Got it. Okay. Um, whereas Ericus was like, nah, just destroy all darkness, dude. Just just wipe it out. Yeah. Just leave it leave it light. Mm-hmm. So at the end of. Um, Birth by Sleep, you have uh, an unconscious Ventus who is put into Castle Oblivion, which was uh, Master Ericus's tower after before Aqua transformed it to to rest. Um, Aqua learns that uh, Terra is trapped in the realm of darkness, a place outside of time, um, and that Aqua sacrifices herself to the realm of darkness in order to save Terra, bring him back. But so she's trapped there, but he comes back, but he remains Terra Xehanort. Terra Xehanort. Oh yes. Uh, that's okay. when Terra Xehanort uh, ends up going to Ansem the Wise, the scientist, and he, he becomes one of his apprentices, and uh, they start experimenting with Heartless. Okay. There we go. Yep. Uh, <sighs> okay. So Kingdom Hearts 1 from there follows the story of Sora, Riku, and Kairi as right. they sort of... Sora traverses Disney worlds trying to find his friends, Riku and Kairi. Uh, during this time, Riku, like falls to the darkness and uh Kyrie is just missing turns out she's a princess of heart um we need those princesses of hearts to sort of bring back unfortunately as we explained before there's very confusing retcons and stuff where not even not even the characters involved seem to know everything that's going on right. or have different opinions about how those things work from what i remember like Kingdom Hearts is notorious for setting up rules for itself and then just and breaking, breaking them, them yeah. to try and explain them half the time. Yeah. So we we end we end there with um, 
basically Sora ends up turning himself into a heartless temporarily Kyrie turns him back into either a human or a heartless and humanoid form I don't know that that one's fully answered right. because remember, his yeah. his nobody still exists right which is weird um and so the door the door to Kingdom Hearts gets opened but uh Mickey has no shirt Mickey has no shirt which they that. they put in a thing later to explain <clears throat> that it's hilarious I looked up that cinematic I, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, no I think shirt. that we'll get to that. Actually, yeah, right? yeah. So, Ans- Ansem, not Ansem the Wise, Ansem Seeker of Darkness, the big bad of Kingdom Hearts, gets defeated, and Sora closes the door from the outside. Riku sacrifices himself to pull it shut inside the realm of darkness. I have a question about him later, but look, let, let's get through the yeah. recap, and then I'll get to the question. And yeah. then Sora ends up running along with Donald and Goofy. You know, like uh, Kyrie sent back to Destiny Islands. Nobody knows where Riku is. Mm-hmm. And then Sora and Donald and Goofy uh, end up going to uh, Castle Oblivion, which is where Chain of Memories begins. Got they it. try and fight their way to the top of it, encountering members of Organization Thirteen along the way as they fight their way through old worlds. Uh, as, as Sora's sort of memories are being manipulated by Namine, who is. Kyrie's nobody. I don't yes. know if we covered that yet, but we get to it in Kingdom Hearts 2 for sure. I believe we did mention because she does show up in 358 and Yeah, Memories. that's right. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, we went over that for sure. Yep. Yeah. We did. Okay. So like they're like, ah, we gotta fix him. And so at at the end of that, Riku manages to escape the realm of darkness through the help of a man named Diz. Um and his name actually stands for something. Darkness I, I in zero. I didn't know that until the episode, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's Stupid. Okay. <laughs> uh, so basically, th- they are like, "Well, we gotta, you know, we gotta fix Sora." So they, because uh, Sora's memories are like being drained as he goes through this place, and that was partly to create Shion and and all that stuff. Right. And um, I remember my first, well, from my experience, you first met Shion in Kingdom Hearts two. No, you meet her in. Right? She's not even in two. You she's only meet two. her in three five eight over two days. It's only in there. Mm-hmm. Who am I thinking of? Nomine. You Nomine. first meet Nomine in two... No, you first meet her in Chain of Memories. She shows up in Chain of Memories. I didn't play Chain of Memories. I so didn't I, either. But so, like, yeah. later on, I was like, what the fuck yeah, is going exactly. on? And it's well, like, oh, she showed up before in a Game Boy game. Worst yeah. game ever. It's so boring. With it's cards. terrible. Yeah. And even the remake where they made it, like, 3D for the PlayStation 2 still had cards. Like, why? Nobody wants that. <laughs> that was the worst part of that game was the damn cards. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, um, so the Riku and Diz take Sora and they like they go stick him in a memory pod to try and recover his his uh, memories. Okay. So three five eight over two days or three five eight days over two or whatever combination of those words you want to put into a salad. Um, <sighs> Basically, is the story of Roxas joining the organization mm-hmm. and Shion showing up as as her as, as Shion, Roxas, and Axel become good friends, run around, kill some nobodies because they need their they need their their hearts or whatever to make a new Kingdom Hearts. Right. Um, and the idea is they want to use the power of the Keyblade to do so. That's why Roxas and Shion are so important. Shion is a backup plan in case Roxas fails or turns against the organization. And it pretty much ends with Shion being like, "Hey." I've the, the, someone. I think Namine explains to her like, "Oh, we can't fix Sora without with with you and and Roxas still existing." So Shion tricks Roxas into killing her so that they can merge again. And during that time, she grew a heart, so it goes back to Sora. Then Roxas is like, "Everyone's been manipulating me. I'm gonna go take on Zemnis, the leader." And they're like, uh, "I think is it? Yeah." 
someone someone goes to Riku. I want to say it's it's either Diz, Axel, or Namine, and it could be any of the three. Really, <laughs> I don't know how important that is. He he tries to go uh, confront Zemnis, and Riku's like, "You're not strong enough. You can't do that." Uh, so Riku basically uses the darkness inside him, mm-hmm. turns into his Ansem form. This which is three fifty eight. This is three five hundred two, okay. and this will be important in two. Okay, okay. Um. Kicks Roxas's ass, brings him back to Diz. Diz digitizes him, and is and then puts him in a fake place called Traverse Town, mm-hmm. where he is going to use that to to sort of just make Roxas eventually fade away and become part of Sora again to okay. put his memories back. And that's where we pick up with two. Uh, well, thank you for that, Lauren, because. Uh, mm-hmm. Me piecing that together would have taken six months. Uh, At uh, least. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, after re-listening to the episode, watching some recaps so I get some visuals attached to these funny words that we've been saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, first one, this might be more of a <laughs> joke, but, um, so, Ansem, the, the dark one. Ansem, Seeker of Darkness. Seeker of Darkness, that's it. Um, so, at the end of... Kingdom Hearts 1, why does he turn into a boat? I have no idea. <laughs> I, he turns into a boat. You, you fight him? So Kingdom Hearts likes to do this thing, and it happens in, in Kingdom Hearts 1 and in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, yeah, you fight a boat at the end of 2. Anyway, yep, we'll get to twice. that. Yeah, yeah. You fight a boat twice. Uh, uh, you, so it, you, you take the final boss, right? And then whatever the final boss was, you beat them, and they're like, ha-ha, I have a bigger form. And Very I know that's like... Anime that and... is like an anime that is a JRPG thing, yeah, and I think that's just what it is. Like, okay. you beat him when he is Ansem Seeker of Darkness, he like floats around and he's got this cool big like demon heartless behind him mm-hmm. you beat him and then you go into like the realm of darkness and he's just this giant like he's connected to this giant like warship thing yeah and it's like why well to give you something to fight still i guess yes. <laughs> because because they were like well we, we need to bring back the peter pan flying mechanic which was dope and i'm glad mm-hmm, for it mm-hmm. but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was just really random. I, I was just like, when did this He's happen? Just... I guess that's their Final Fantasy right, yeah, type like, of thing. That's so very Final Fantasy. The, the game was made because the, the the guys at Squaresoft were like, well, we want to make a platformer to rival Mario. And I think someone made a joke like, well, we can't, you know, we're not going to get a character to rival Mario unless it's a Disney character. And then that dude happened to meet a Disney exec in an elevator and pitched it. And they were like... <laughs> Sure, let's talk about it because Square, uh, Square and Disney Tokyo shared a building, and so they were like, "Let's oh. get the ball rolling." And then, boom, you get Kingdom Hearts. Um, wow, I, crazy, right? Yeah, wow. It started from there. <laughs> Mondays, uh, it, am I right? <laughs> Mondays. <laughs> and here's the thing: with the latest release of Part Three, like, I feel like the Final Fantasy characters have got kind of downplayed. I don't see much. They do like, a lot. Really? Okay. Um, so I, I have. I've only played fair, twenty minutes of it. So I've I've put in a good couple hours. I've played through four about four worlds now. I'm not sure how many there are. I know like I know I haven't done. I guess it's spoilers. Skip the next thirty seconds. But I mean, if you don't know that Frozen and uh, Big Hero Six are part yeah, of it yeah. by this point. Yeah. Oh, and 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 they, I know that for sure they're bringing back uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So like, okay. there's three worlds I'm aware of that I haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. And the Final Fantasy characters have been like way downplayed, and they're they're playing up Disney characters. They're bringing in Disney characters from like fringes. Um, oh, 
Uh, what's really cool and just a, just a little thing I loved about about three before we get back on track mm-hmm. is like they rebooted DuckTales, right? Yeah, but they are still using the original voice actress from the original oh, okay. DuckTales for Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh, that's cool. And that's really great. Also, really fun weird fact, the voice of Dale is the same woman who voices Mom on Futurama, and now you can't unhear that. Whoa. <laughs> the chipmunk, right? The oh, chipmunk. Man, fuck you. That's right. right. Yep. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh no. Tra- Tress McNeil? Yeah, I, I was like, oh, that, I, uh that's but awesome <laughs> uh, but awesome the voice actors are great in the new one they're, right. they're fantastic uh, they got Tom Hanks's brother for, for Woody oh um, the, okay and yeah. they got a guy who sounds like Tim Allen for Buzz for about an hour and then you realize that's not Tim Allen yeah well there was a cartoon for there was I think so it might, maybe, might have been the same guy same, yeah that would make sense they got something like uh, like 40% of the voice action and yeah. it's really funny you can tell it's like well we couldn't get Danny DeVito so Phil doesn't say anything yeah they did get James Woods though uh, yeah they did because yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll just do whatever yeah um <coughs> I, yeah, I think that's where I stopped. Like after that first encounter with Hades, yeah. So I'm like really early, and he's 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 been on board to do it in all of them apparently. Huh. Uh, he's like every time Hades has shown up, it's been James Woods, and it's like all right, cool. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I would love to if if you know I was a character, I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah please like, bring me back. That's like that's me. Yeah, um, I know they got bills to pay, but I'd be like, shit. I mean, <laughs> if if that's me, I'll just show up. Yeah, like. I want to be in a video game. Especially if, like, the voice was just him, pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah. just, like, you don't have to do, just talk, James Woods. Yeah. Just sit in a sound room and speak. Yeah. Anyways, back to back to leading up to three. Yeah, Here's your preview so, of three. James Woods is in it. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, God, I had, I was watching the recap, like, right before you came in. I'm like, I had, like, a few other questions, but I'm not sure <laughs> We can actually get to him. Um, yeah, just, but, uh, just shoot him off. Yeah. Um, okay. First of all, um, the actual power set of the keys. Yeah. I'm not entirely clear on other than unlocking the world. Right. So Keyblades, they lock worlds. Keyblades can do a couple different things. Okay. So uh, the original Keyblades were created by the Master of Masters. He figured out how to how to basically coalesce them out of out of people's hearts. If you're strong-willed enough, I guess you can wield a Keyblade. Mm-hmm. Except then they just like pass that down to people. But in the first game, they tell you there's only one Keyblade and only one person can wield it, even though three Keyblades show up in that game. So that's kind of all over the place and real spotty. Um but basically they can they can other people can can kill heartless even though like they kind of talk about how it's really difficult like mm-hmm. other people can beat heartless like you see squall do it in the first one with this cool ass gunblade yeah um and like hercules picks him up and throws him around but when they do the heartless is just destroyed its heart is not released and it's never really clear i just always assumed like oh if if hercules smashes a heartless it's it just kind of goes away and then a new one like will coalesce out of that heart because that heart hasn't been released. But when a keyblade mm-hmm. destroys a heartless, its heart returns to Kingdom Hearts. Right. I think or we about- also sometimes apparently as we get into later, if a heartless is destroyed and the nobody is destroyed, the original being reforms. Which again is Kingdom Hearts defying its own logic because they tell you, oh, if you beat a thing with a keyblade, its heart's released. Yeah. And there's no like time window on that, I guess. You just your heart goes to and heaven. And then like where do they reappear if that's if so uh, and we'll get into that in in a um, a different game, but I can't answer that question right now. Okay. If you 
have a nobody and a heartless and both are destroyed, your heart appears on the world where you first became a heartless. Okay. Unless that world has been destroyed, then you appear in Traverse Town. Okay. And that's why a lot of people show up in Traverse Town. Um, and then, let's see. So, what about, where, where does the nobody appear? Because I remember Nominate just kind of shows up at... Roxas just kind of shows up in a place. See, yeah, just, I don't know. I place. think I think like when you become a heartless and a nobody, it's just kind of like pew. They're scattered and they show up somewhere. Heartless seem to come from like the realm of darkness. Like that's where they pop out of, like an okay. abyss. Nobody's. I have no clue. I don't. I don't think there is any like rhyme or reason as to why they show up where they do. Okay, that's that's what I was wondering when they initially appear. Right. To be clear, I mean, yeah, that was the thing. Like, yeah, they, yeah, like you said with Roxas, but I, yeah, I was remember thinking like they just, just kind of shows up at this castle. Yeah, like I, I don't know that that's ever really covered, and if it is, I missed it. Okay, uh, and then back to Master of Masters. Yep. Um, funny thing with him, I looked up. I'd never seen like yeah, he's wearing the organization thirteen cloaks. Is yeah, that, is that we're going. No uh, idea. Yeah. So I, yeah, because he was. <laughs> I saw the the actual cinemas, and I'm like, I saw you cutscenes, and like. I thought it was like you're master of masters. You think it's someone very proper, or wise, and all. But like, no, he just kind of sounds like cringy, like anime fan fiction. But yeah, but he just like leaves. He doesn't do much. So yeah. there, there is a connection there. Lushu also wears that same cloak. Yeah, and Lushu's job is to go down and pass the keyblade down through mm-hmm. time until he finds and. I, I am unclear as to where this tidbit comes in this timeline. It may be a Kingdom Hearts 3 spoiler. So uh, okay. I, I don't know for sure, but Lushu's job is to basically find the person who's going to bring balance. They're going to appear at some point in time, and he finds that person in Xehanort. And Xehanort is the one who starts Organization 13. So by virtue of him knowing Lushu, it's possible that's where the cloak comes from. Okay. And here's my thing. If... Because what Xehanort's trying to do sounds like like that's what we should be doing, like finding balance. Yeah. Well, but... so the whole thing is like, he wants, he, wants, he wants to create that balance of dark and light and control it. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. It's, it's a little like Anakin bringing balance to the force sort of thing. Like, yeah, Anakin brought balance to the force by making like one Jedi and one Sith remaining. It's not real great for everybody, but the force is balanced. Sure. Got it. Okay. Spoiler alert on Star Wars if you haven't seen that yet, <laughs> I guess. Also, like, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Like, that, that's a podcast for another time, yeah. but like, oof. Um... So the best I I can see is Ericus is like, hey, we should just have light and no darkness. Mm -hmm. And Xehanort's like, yeah, but in balance there is power. If I can control Kingdom Hearts and I can control the Keyblade, the X-Blade, which only exists when there is a balance, then I can use their power to reshape the world how I want. So he wants that balance brought back so he can use the power. He, He wants to do the right thing for the wrong reasons. Okay. That's what I was... Okay. And in a weird way, it is kind of like on a scale, right? When you yeah. say light and darkness exist in this world, not as metaphysical concepts, but actual measurable things, yeah. you can have just light. And he wants to tip that balance to the middle so that he can be the one with his finger on the scale. Okay. So it would be better to just have just light. Oh, uh, all right, all right. In theory... I mean, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts locks itself away to protect itself from darkness when, when the balance is disrupted, even if it's too light. I guess because it's like, well, 
but when it's balanced, it comes out. And maybe it's forced out. I don't really know the answer to that one. It's not very clear. And did we talk about what exactly Kingdom Hearts is? We did. We talked about how it's maybe heaven. That's yeah. And also maybe a power source. But what it truly is physically is just a giant heart-shaped moon made of hearts. Yeah. And hearts, in this case, being your soul, sort of. Uh, right. Heart, not in the actual organ, but... So a moon a made soul. of hearts is pretty bloodborne. Yeah. We're getting, into, getting yeah. into some weird territory there. Oh, that might be a good one to try and break down the story, because it's not told to you at all. In, oh, God, yeah, yeah. No, you want me back on for Bloodborne, I'll be here. Let me finish it first, then, I'll, then oh, we'll talk. dude. Okay. Dude. <laughs> it's, uh, you haven't finished it? Huh? Stop playing Kingdom Hearts, I go just, play Bloodborne. Okay. Everyone, just... just Throw <laughs> throw Kingdom Hearts in the trash and go by Bloodborne. Uh, I too, I like to add on that. Yeah, you should definitely do that. For sure. Like, oh my god, if if you were like, oh, I don't like Dark Souls, I don't want to play Bloodborne. No, screw that. It's way different. It's way better. Play. This is the, uh, we're gonna talk about Bloodborne for the next two hours. So good. It's great. It's great. Okay. I, want, I want like a like the the switch saw, but as a keyblade. Can we just go? Can Ooh, we take? Can we take Sora move. and that go to Yarnum? That. Yeah. <laughs> that that fan art has to exist. I hope it does. It has to. <laughs> I, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts, uh, uh, Bloodborne crossover. Someone get on it. Yeah, Sora. <laughs> it'd be funnier if Sora like wanders into Yarnum, and you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> like "Why do we look like this, yeah. Donald? I told you, the magic makes us match wherever we go." <laughs> Dope ass trench coat, just fucking cutting down zombies. Can we talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So do, a part of part of the magic for um, it's a Star Trek thing. A Star Trek thing. Yeah, so like worlds don't know they are microcosms. Okay. Which is why like Disney movie Disney movies are like like their own little thing. Like okay. and I, I say like, oh, it's the reason like Little Mermaid doesn't go to Tarzan or whatever, but like no, actually Disney has confirmed there's a bit of a continuity there. Mm-hmm. But it's like the reason that uh, I'm trying to think of some good examples that they haven't like actually made mix, but it it's the reason that like Mulan isn't aware of like the foreign diplomats from wherever the heck like okay. other people are from. I mean, different time periods, obviously, but like in in Kingdom Hearts, they are microcosms. They are mm-hmm. contained worlds, and when they go to visit them, the magic that they they use to do that via the gummy ships and Donald's magic has a sort of sentience that disguises them, so they don't make those worlds aware of the fact that they are just tiny floating rocks. God. That that are in a post-apocalyptic space battleground mm-hmm. where people are fighting over souls and hearts and stuff. Okay. So like when you and if you go to a place where it's like oh Sora looks human enough, that's mm-hmm. fine. But when like uh, in in the when you go to Halloween Town, they make you look like a monster. Yeah. When you go to uh, Monstropolis, you look like a completely different kind of monster. Okay. Uh, but another part of that, which is kind of weird, is like oh, you go to the Little Mermaid's place, and the Little Mermaid's place exists entirely underwater. There is no above ground because it again is this blasted little microcosm. Mm-hmm. So it has to turn them into sea creatures so they can actually live there. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> And they talk about it a little more in the third one. Sora's like, "Why?" And Donald's like, "I don't. I don't make the choice. The magic does it. I can't. I can't make you. For whatever reason, the magic took Sora's oh, pants right. off in one of them, and he's like a big furry, and it's <laughs> it's oh, jarring. No, that fan art definitely exists. Uh, oh, yeah, no. oh, I'm sure. Oh, but no. like, like the, you go you go to Monstropolis, and it's like Sora put on pants. You got a tail, and it's weird. He left his jacket on. Yeah. Oh man! 
All right. Um, any more questions anyway, before we dive into the next? Uh, I'm sure I'll have more as we go along. But uh, no, that's thank you for humoring me on some of those. No, uh, for sure. For, they're yeah. important questions. Yeah. Again, because looking, trying to connect the dots between the visuals and what you were telling mm-hmm. me about the plot is like, wow. Uh, I feel like I haven't done this much studying in in school. Um, okay, so. 358 over 2 leads into Kingdom Hearts 2. Yes. Let's let's start at Kingdom Hearts 2. Let's start at Kingdom Hearts 2. So Kingdom Hearts 2 opens with you playing as Roxas. Right. And... And, Oh, sorry. um, That's... This is, again, a reminder, folks. So if you just played 1 and then 2, like most people probably did, it's really jarring because you're not Sora and then there's a piece of the story missing. No, it's also super jarring because 358 over 2 days didn't come out until after 2. Right. Right. That's so, the, technically the real sequel. Yeah. We yeah. didn't know who Roxas was going into Kingdom Hearts 2. At all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Uh, is, is, unless I missed that in Chain of Memories, and I don't think I did, mm-hmm. we didn't know who Roxas was. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, we're a guy. Yeah. And oh, yeah, you legit don't know who the hell you are. <coughs> and you're like, oh, he kind of yeah. looks like Sora, but not really. When like, I who is started, this? I was like, is there going to be like a second adventure in this? This is yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Keep in mind, while well, he does look exactly like Ventus, not dream drop distance. Birth by Sleep hadn't come out yet either. Yeah. So like we're we're in this place of like this is this is a totally new character to us. Mm-hmm. We're wandering around a totally new place, Traverse Town, which um, bears some semblance to Twilight Town, at least in that it's like this Wait, sort uh, of I think other way around. Because Traverse Town, right, right. Sorry, you yeah. end up in okay. Twilight Town, yeah. which bears some resemblance to uh, Traverse Town, yeah. at least in the idea that it's like this place is populated um, mostly by humans. Uh, they they don't seem to be aware of anything else outside of it. Um, on the on the Traverse Town, they did obviously, but like it's just people going about their daily lives. It's not a Disney thing. It's and it's it's very quaint. It's very almost um, it's like a seaside town. It's like a seaside. T- I want to use the word bucolic, and I think that's. Right, but I'm not positive. <laughs> um, and so th- that's sort of what you have. You you wander around and you meet with your friends, and they're like, "Oh, it's summer vacation, but right. we have our summer project to work on, so we're going to go investigate these like seven wonders." And they're all just like dumb stuff that to, to fill you. But uh, during okay. this time. Roxas is like having these memories he's having weird dreams and this dude named Axel keeps showing up and he's like hey you're not supposed to be here you better come with me and you're like no and, and then gigantic anime hair huge like, the biggest anime hair you've ever seen <laughs> that wasn't on Jojo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> and then nobodies appear and basically Rox, his name, yeah, his name is Roxas at that point. There's a weird bit where they like show you how nobodies get their names. Um, yeah, with the X. And and they basically take they they take all of the letters in your name and they swirl them and then they just go boom and put an X right in the middle and whatever jumble that's left is what you get. Which <laughs> they clearly came up with the nobody names before they realized like oh these people have people names because their people names are just dumb as hell yeah it, it was just like they hadn't written that part yet it was just like yeah. way ahead or was it Nomura the whole time I the whole story thinks so. I think so wow all this is one di- well I could kind of still anyway still like yeah it, it, I would actually be more forgiving if it was multiple writers mm-hmm. yeah but no it's one dude okay I mean I'm sure he's got a team 
there's probably a team of writers. Not one dude sitting there. Maybe it's one dude who's like, hey, I got like a 3,000-page Disney fan fiction y'all might want to read. And they're like, let's turn it into a game. I hope that's exactly how it happens. (laughs) You know, that would be... I'm I'm pretty sure he got asked questions while these games were coming out. Instead of just answering them, he just made elaborate stories that made no fucking sense. And he was like, oh shit, that's a horrible lie. (laughs) He just kept digging himself deeper. digging himself deeper. I got to fill in that hole. Uh, better dig a new hole, exactly yeah. like we said last time. So, <laughs> Roxas wanders around, and eventually he, he he gets called to this strange mansion where people, one of the mysteries is, oh, there's a girl in the strange mansion. They think mm-hmm. she's a ghost or something like that. That girl is Naminé. Right. This is when you first meet Naminé. Because okay. in that mansion is a dude named Diz, who we've seen, who chronologically we've seen before, but right. on screen we have not seen up until this point. In, in terms of release of the game. Release, yeah, in terms no of release, we don't know who this dude is. Yeah. He's, he's like a weird red mummy with a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a real fancy cartoony-ass computer. Uh, and basically, he... Uh, computer, right. Okay. As Roxas is running away from Axel, who's like, no, you gotta come back and join this organization. You know who you are. Wake up sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, Roxas finally goes there he's like I'm gonna get the answers I need and Naminé explains like hey this is kind of what's going on uh, you know you 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 are in a simulation I think she explained her or Diz explains like you're in a simulation and you're the last bit of Sora's data that we have to put back in him because I think at the end of our last episode we introduced the idea of like oh people can be digitized yeah people can be digitized because because yeah sure okay so Axel shows up again to stop him. Finally, he's like, "No, this is your last chance." And he's like, "No, I got to do this." So he goes. He, he Roxas ends up finding his way into this room, and it's just a big white room. And nominate, I think nominate's there, uh, or she explains something to him beforehand. Like Sora's in these big flowery pods, and she's like, "You ready?" And he's like, "Yeah, my summer vacation's over." And she puts, with the help of Diz, they put him back into Sora. And then Sora wakes up, and he's like, "I'm in a place." Donald Goofy, what's going on? What? So, sorry, why was Sora in there again? I think what, Sora was in there because as he fought his way up right. through Castle Oblivion, at the in the last game, in the last game, during Chain of Memories, mm-hmm. he was losing his memories because okay. Naminé was extracting them to create Shion. Right, and then Diz and Riku, I think Diz and Riku, or maybe just Diz, sort of liberate her. Mm-hmm. And are like, no, we got to put Sora back together. Mm-hmm. And oh, you just reminded me of one of my questions. Yeah. I just saw the, this cutscene. Why does Riku have a blindfold? Riku has a blindfold because of... So he... It has something to do with like being blind to the darkness. When, when he takes it off, mm-hmm. that's when he turns into Ansem's form. Right. Um, okay. And I don't know if it's... I think it's like a psychological thing to help him block it out. I don't know for sure. How does he see then? Because he doesn't have like magic. Anyway. Okay, yeah. All right. The power of hearts. <laughs> I, I don't know. He believes in himself. He believes in himself. <laughs> he believes in himself enough that he can just see with a blindfold. <laughs> okay. So Sora wakes up. He's got no memory of Chain of Memories at yeah. all. He's got no clue where he is. He's confused as hell. The character model is taller, so the old costume is like shorter. It's it's shorter, yeah. so they're like, oh well, we got to figure out what we're doing. So they 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 hang out with Hainer, Pence, and Olette, who were the friends of Roxas in the Digital right. Dream. They actually exist in this world. And like we don't know who Roxas is. Yeah. Um. Uh. So they they basically they go they they go to meet. 
Mickey's master because I think it's Donald and Goofy who are like, hey, if anyone has answers to this question, this dude will. And they go meet Yen Sid. Right. And Yen Sid is the the wizard from uh, Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Also, his name is Disney backwards. Right. Yeah. He is also a Keyblade Master. Did he have that name in Fantasia? I don't know that he... He may have, but it was never explicitly said. Yeah, said, that's what right? I thought. I'm like, he, he may did. have been credited as like, oh, this was the, you know, this was the wizard yet or whatever, okay. but who knows? So he wakes up with no memories. Sora, Donald, and Goofy basically just like, well, we got to go find Riku. So they end up going to see Yen Sid to kind of get their bearings. The, the three good fairies make... Sora new outfit and mm-hmm. all that, and There's then belts everywhere, <laughs> belts and zippers <laughs> all over the place. Sora basically then goes, you know, you go, then go do what you do with the previous games. You jump from world to world, mm-hmm. and are like, "Are my friends here?" No, and along the way they run into the Organization Thirteen. Organization Thirteen is basically just you know these super emo dudes who show up and they're like, "Well." I think for a point in time, they start, they're calling him Roxas because they're like, oh, it's just, you know, it's Roxas. You got to come back to us, man, because they're trying to get Roxas to come out. Mm-hmm. But like, also, they're just like, nah, we got to stop him. Why? Because he's killing Heartless. Isn't that exactly what we want him to do? Because that's how we're making our new artificial Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It's like, if they just stayed out of his way. He would have continued doing exactly what they wanted. Yeah. I guess the idea is they want Roxas back because they can control Roxas. Huh. But and they can just see Roxas in? They knew he was. They, they, knew, they he- knew he was. Okay. They knew Ro- so- someone along that chain of command knew Roxas was Sora's nobody okay. and was like, hey, we got to get Roxas and, back. And I remember from my personal experience thinking like, because there's a scene when you go into that castle and like. They're kind of like gravestones. Yeah, of there's like gravestones these other, of like, the members who have been defeated up to this point. Yeah, and you're like, who the fuck are... Because at that point, I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? If you didn't play that card game... Yeah, if you didn't play Chain of Memories, you're just like, like what like, the hell? Who's Marluxia? Yeah. A man with very pretty hair. <laughs> it's like bright pink. It's bright pink, down like midway to his back, feathered just gorgeously <laughs> and he has like a giant scythe and pilots a huge weird flower mech that's also a nobody <laughs> see that sounds cool but i don't want to play a dumb card game it is the absolute worst game you'll ever play <laughs> it is because the, the thing is the cards are randomized too so you can't really like create a deck either it's stu- well you oh, can create dumb. a deck but you you literally it's like playing magic the gathering you have to go buy booster packs mm-hmm. to oh, get dumb. things to build yeah. your deck with yeah. and you have to like so it, it's it's a game where it's like wow if you know card theory, like if you uh, know how to build Magic the Gathering decks based off like, you know, draw probability and mm. combos and synergy, yeah. I do not. But if you don't, you're just like, <laughs> I need keyblades with like high attack value. Yeah. But the way you get summons in that game is by like combining three keyblade cards by pressing the L and R button on the Game Boy Advanced. You can combine cards. You can be like, oh, this is how I do a combo. But the only way to do summons is you have to combine cards of specific types of specific values. So if you're, like, putting those in your deck because, oh, you want to summon Cloud, like, your deck either... If you don't know what you're doing, your deck summons Cloud or is garbage. So like, you have to know how to synergize. And, like, I, I, was, I was, like, barely playing Magic the Gathering at the time, so I'm like... I kind of get what I'm doing, but other people I was talking to were just like, what is happening? Yeah. How do I even play this fucking game? Especially since the first game was just run around and hit stuff yeah. with your keyblade. Why can't I just hit X to keyblade? Yeah. You're saying people didn't know what the fuck they were doing until now, until you said that. I thought it was random. 
left. So wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. You have a deck and you can cycle through it. And like each time you draw, you like lose the top card of the hand. It was like conceptually interesting, but Stupid. does not need to be combined with like a battlefield where you have to move around. If it was like yeah. old school Final Fantasy where it was just like, ah, there's four enemies and here's my party. See, that's super frustrating, especially now knowing <coughs> thanks to your explanation, like. Plot-wise, that game was essential. It was essential. Who does that? Yeah. Who freaking? It's that that a different system, portable, different style of gameplay. And you're like, what could are you, you doing? imagine being like, all right, I've beat the first Uncharted. I'm gonna go into Uncharted two. Mm-hmm. Who who is this guy? Who, where's Nathan? <laughs> oh oh, you want to play as Nathan Drake? Sorry, you have to go back to Uncharted XE, the reverse missions, and play <laughs> fucking pinball. <laughs> It's like I don't know. I don't know how to play pinball. I don't want to play pinball. I just want to know why I'm not Nathan Drake. Yeah, I'm wondering what happened in that meeting in between the first two games. Like it was this seems like a good idea. It, it it was basically from my understanding, like Kingdom Hearts Two is going to take longer. Mm-hmm. We want to keep putting out content, right. so we will make another game and put it out for the Game Boy Advance. I so we're continuing they, to do that. I bet they had a card game kind of already. They going. probably did, and we're That's like, what? if we just like Diablo Immortal like yeah okay slap an IP on it except in this case they're like but also make it plot essential if it wasn't plot essential it'd be fine yeah just the like it answers like a a weird question or something you know some side which some kind of side story yeah the mobile game which we'll get to later is of of the essential games the least essential it answers a weird side question and that is it okay you're fine that's what if you it don't play been. recoded you'll live like yeah. you'll be eventually you'll be like oh huh okay that's fine okay all right so continuing yes okay over this time as they're running around from different worlds they are basically encountering the the two main villains of the the series organization 13 mhm at this point, main villains, and uh, Pete and Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Pete and Maleficent, their goals are basically just to control the Heartless because they just want to, like, do stuff. Right. They're like, eh, wanna, you know, we want to... They're, they're villains, yeah. right? Um, I think they the, want Kingdom Hearts' power as well, but, like, their primary goal is to control the Heartless and, and do stuff like that. Yeah, they're your very typical Disney villain. Yeah. We For the most part... To- they, in charge. they bumble around. It's mostly Pete bumbling through, being like, you know, someone had to give Jim Cummings a job, which, thank God, I love his voice. <laughs> um, and and Maleficent, like, it, it's not explained how she's resurrected because she dies in the first game. Yeah, she's just I remember back. fighting. Yeah, her. she's back. She's back chilling, doing whatever. Um, there's a really great someone bit. Someone killed her nobody in Heartless. And- <laughs> this this is where time travel. Yeah, oh my God. Probably where, right. <laughs> probably someone. Some other Keyblade wielder on the other side of the galaxy is like, oh, cool, boom, boom. I uh, that has no consequences. Watch, I'm be sure. Some, there's gonna be some browser game where it's like, God. oh, one of the one of the dandelions killed. Yeah, it won't even be a browser and- game. It will now be a collectible card game with uh, uh, like uh, Legend of the Five Rings with a story that develops over time oh, and it's like oh we're gonna figure out who the hero was who who defeated the nobody and then just fuck right the fuck <laughs> um, so this is where time travel kind of gets first introduced but in a different way and I just want to I just, I just want to say that so that it's it, 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 it we know it's not part of the main time travel in the series there's like a cool door what? 
there's main time travel, and then there's weird second- time, the secondary time travel. Oh, so secondary time travel is what we're going to cover right now. At some point, you find this cool door, like a curio cabinet, that like yeah. lets you go into old school, like rubber hose animation Disney cartoons. Yeah. So we've already had amnesia. Now we get time travel. <laughs> and I don't recall the exact reason you have to go there. It's just like a world, but like they're like like you 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 go there and and it's like Steamboat Willie, hmm. but that is Mickey. Yeah, but he's not Mickey yet. Not King Mickey. He's not King Mickey yet. And so they're like, "Oh, so it's, the it's King. supposed to be the same. It's supposed Mickey. to be the same timeline." Oh wow. Okay. Uh, but it's like so far in the past and weird stuff. And I mean, may- maybe I'm wrong about that. But I do remember them being like, "Oh, it's the King. He doesn't recognize us. Why?" It's like, "Well, this is his past." Would Would it really matter if you were wrong about it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it matters if I'm wrong about any of this. I could be feeding you bullshit. I'm not. It I just, wish I was. The whole series just ends with a fever James is Walt Disney waking up. Like, <laughs> it, it's just a kid, like, he closes a book and goes, huh, and puts it on a shelf and walks away. <laughs> fuck you, man. That'd be the- I'd be so pissed. That'd be the ultimate fuck you to the fans. So, anyway. <laughs> like, that's the first little bit of time travel, but it's more just a cute, like, way to show off old Disney animation as a world. So you yeah. go around and you- you, I, you I clear worlds. You yeah. fight organize, uh, organization thirteen. Will you do it? I've lost my notes. Hold on, I've Take lost a second. my notes. Yeah, I, I think I do remember the the old school costume from the. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Like yeah. you, your magic changes you there, and it's great. And yeah. the, you get a cool keyblade, and it was a fun little world. You jump around in different cartoons, and each one's like a different little challenge. Yeah, again, just reiterating that like the gameplay really is like a break from this. Bunker storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like the one thing I loved about this game was the fact that it's like the gameplay of it. Yeah, when you're actually running around with your Disney like partners and you're like kicking ass and you're like, this is awesome. Oh yeah, dude, hell yeah. When you have Jack Skellington next to you, he's whooping ass with you. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had like Mulan and yeah, part Mulan two. and two. yeah, yeah Mulan. No, Mulan. Tron, Tron fights along. So yeah. Yeah. At, at this point, basically, you're fighting around, and uh, my details get a little bit fuzzy because these are sort of minor story beats. Yeah, but basically, like you end up with the Hollow Bastion Restoration Committee, which Hollow Bastion was what Radiant Gardens becomes, and Radiant Gardens was was okay. the place where uh, Ansem the Wise's uh, like study area was and where Kyrie um, is and where from, Kyrie was from yeah. yeah so that ends up becoming a place called Hollow Bastion which mm-hmm. is like this like crazy giant like heartless factory kind of mm-hmm. thing castle and and during this time Rico's still with Mickey I'm assuming e- I can't remember no Mickey and no, Rico are like split up at this point it's Riku is with Diz Right. Okay. Okay. He's with Diz, and he called. And there's a there's a funny bit because he's like he calls himself Ansem because he 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 has taken the blindfold off mm-hmm. because he did that when he fought Roxas, mm-hmm. and now has Roxas's or has Ansem's like Ansem Seeker of Darkness's body. Mm. Um. So, during that time, uh, as you go around all these worlds, you encounter Organization Thirteen. I think I've said it like three times. I'm sorry. Uh, you you eventually get to this part where they have like the Hollow Bastion Restoration Committee, which is all the Final Fantasy characters. Like, hey, we want to make a new home for ourselves, and they they go and they make Radiant Gardens again. Um, and like that gets attacked by a giant army of Heartless, and you have to fight your way through it. I remember. This um, and yeah. you do like a little bit of snooping and like find out more stuff about Ansem, the actual Ansem, and like find his reports and things like that. Eventually, you go around, you fight your way through more worlds, you have to go back to every world. Every world in that game has to be done twice. And it's more, I, I think it was, A, I it was really a, a way to extend games, it, way, but yeah. um, and it was also a, like, let's go check out, like, 
we need more information, right? And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, backtracking in games. That's always a... Well, the, the fun thing was when you went back, they were different. You had okay. different stuff to do. It wasn't just, oh, wander around and do whatever again. Yeah. We both need another beer after this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sort of during this time, you, you, you pick out a little bit more about what's going on with Organization 13. You meet its different members. Mostly, you're doing cool Disney stuff. Uh, there's a really, really great bit in the Hercules world, which in the first game, it was just a tournament-like thing. Yeah. In the second one, you actually get to go do some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And Hades, like his whole thing in the game was always like, or in the movie, was like, oh, I gotta summon a big bad to kill Hercules. And he's like, I'm gonna get the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the underworld. And he summons fucking Orin from Final Fantasy X and the dude shows up and he's like go kill Hercules and Orin's like fuck you Hades I don't work for you and he just straight up leaves and it is the best (laughs) damn thing in the whole game and then you get Orin in your party he chills with you for a while it's amazing one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters too actually (laughs) he's so great he's like a drunk samurai what is not to like about Orin he's gotta be one of my favorites too with his little arm and his little yeah yeah. He's, like he's a, a fucking ass. samurai with like he's got like a weird mo with like zigzaggy mohawk and fucking like Ray-Bans. Yeah. He's just the most badass character and like he he just tells Hades to fuck off and then keeps going. Don't forget the oversized sword. Oh, of course. As standard there is for no Final such Fantasy. thing as oversized yeah. when it comes to swords, okay? <laughs> so you then end up going to the world that ne- oh um you end up going, sorry, I, th- there's a bit of an important bit. You go back right. to Twilight, or Traverse Town, no, Twilight Town. Too many towns to start with T. Yeah. You go back to Twilight Town, and Hayner, Pence, and Olette have sort of figured out Diz's computer, and they're going to digitize Sora. Wait, there's still a thing in the story? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. I know, I don't remember exactly when that story beat popped up, but they were like, oh, we found this computer, we're going to figure it out, and then we're going to help you. Okay. Um, so they do, and and they're like, well, we can send you into the digital world. They, they do... Um, and like while you're going in there, you're attacked by this massive mob of of heartless, and Axel, not heartless, uh, nobody's, and Axel shows up, and he's like, "I know you're in there, Roxas." Blah blah blah. Okay, maybe you're not. Maybe you're, maybe this guy Sora. Like mm-hmm. whatever. I'm gonna give up on that because Sora, I like you, and you make me feel the way that Roxas made me feel. Like I've got a heart. Like I'm like I'm like I'm a whole person. Mm-hmm. Like you make me feel not like a nobody. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Axel sacrifices himself. This is like the third time he's died on screen, too. So he just keeps, like, he died, and I was like, yeah, no, like, this dude's the original Loki. Like, it's like, no, he ain't fucking dead. Like, there's no fucking way he's dead. I mean, dead. their outfits aren't that different. Um, like, kind of a long coat. <laughs> yeah. At some point during the story, he kidnapped Kyrie, and that was a plot point um, to try and get Sora to do what he wanted him to do. Oh, uh, no. I, so, I do, remember, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. So at this point, he's like, all right, fine. Like, you're Sora. I'm not getting Roxas back, but, you know, you're, you're a good dude, and you make me feel... Make me feel good. Um, there is like not a way to not make it sound really gay, and that's fine. Like, but it sounds gay. But it, it's like uh, it's it's like there's no way that it doesn't have really homoerotic overtones, which is fine. Oh. But like, I mean, hell yeah, gay Sora, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, why not at this point? Why? Yeah, I mean, why not anything at this point? Yeah. Uh, so goes. Axel's like fine. With my dying breath, I'm going to open up uh, a, a door to darkness to mm. take you to the world that never was. Uh, quick question, Axel. Um, did they establish if his heartless is around? 
because he's a nobody, right? Yeah, you don't know what any of the heartless for them nobodies are. My best guess, because of what happens in Dream Drop Distance, is that Sora has killed them already. In Dream Drop... Before, uh, up to this point, uh, some of the heartless he fought were Organization 13 heartless. Okay. But we don't know. We have no way of knowing for sure. Nomura's um, like, I'm going to sweep that under the yes. rug. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Again, that that will be the Candyland expansion board game <laughs> that we play. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't know if that'd be, like, horrible or just ballsy if he made a board game like the next essential part of the yeah, it's story. Like, it's like Kingdom, of, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Monopoly, and you're like, oh, it's just a Monopoly. It's like, no, no, you need to play it. <laughs> This is this is Monopoly turned into a legacy game that explains Kingdom Hearts. I'd actually, I wouldn't. I would burn that fucker to the ground. I wouldn't play that. Oh my god, I'd be angry. But it's like that's so bonkers. I'd kind of respect it. Yeah, but it's. Like- I mean, to a degree, you gotta you gotta give him credit for at least like making that happen. That one's free, Nomura. Yeah, Have actually, I no. See you do it. I if you see- do that one, I want some dividends. Yeah. <laughs> For making me suffer through this story. <laughs> it's like a you owe me a dollar. You owe me a Disney buck. Do they still make those? I don't think so, dude. I think you just think with the advent of gift cards, you don't need Disney bucks oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I've got some somewhere. I want more, damn it. <laughs> um Okay. So Sora and his friends basically they 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 go to the world that never was, which is like where a part of Castle Oblivion is. Mm-hmm. And they start fighting their way through. They encounter various members of um Organization 13. The, the ones who've kind of been chilling here, more nobodies, more heartless. And this is where Kyrie has been taken. Uh, and there is, like, this They're is where give you give her a lot to do. Really. They don't. It's a shame. I'm hoping yeah. she gets more in three. Uh huh. Uh, but it's a shame. Kyrie's you're a, a few cool hours kid. into three. Already. I'm a few hours into three. She's doing stuff. She's had cutscenes. Okay. And I know where she is and what she's up to. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. I've, I've, she hasn't I haven't really done She hasn't done okay. much. All right. Um, so. Basically, this is where you get like a, a a pretty big plot dump, and some of it may have been explained a little bit in like bits and pieces before, but this is where it all comes together, right? Like, so Organization Thirteen is trying to make an artificial Kingdom Hearts so that they can get their hearts back, mm. because using its power again, it seems to just be a giant power source. Mm-hmm. <laughs> power, as in like however they want to use yeah. it. Really. Yeah, they're going to use it to give themselves new hearts so that they can become whole again because they don't like being nobodies. But if... Okay, if Sora's destroyed their heartless, does that mean their heart went to Kingdom Hearts or did they just... It's a very good question. Just floating around. And I'm sure we will find out in the Choose Your Own Adventure book. Because to become the somebody... Released. Because to become the somebody, do they have to be destroyed at the same time or does... That's a really good question. <laughs> these these are the kind of questions we want answers to, but aren't provided. The, okay. It is not clear we'll whether there is a time window. <laughs> if your heartless is destroyed, your heart soul goes up to Kingdom Hearts, and then your nobody's destroyed. Does it come back? There is no clear answer to this. Oh, I could. I thought they answered it in the game. I guess if not, they no. did, I missed it. Yeah. But as far as I know. It's just if you're heartless and your nobody are destroyed, your somebody reforms. So it is not clear whether or not your heart comes out of Kingdom Hearts, if it's floating in stasis, if there is a time window. So is it just because they don't know if their hearts were destroyed or their heartless was destroyed? Or 
Is that what it is? They're being lied to and manipulated. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. Which will get... I don't know if this game explains it or if it's Dream Drop Distance that explains it. Again, when... when and, and I may sound... I may come off as a little incompetent here. When you are researching all of this and watching recaps and stuff, <laughs> it all blends yeah. together. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult to keep what information is given to you in what game straight when they are rub up against each other yeah, so much. Yeah, especially when some of the remakes kind of like put stuff from the other games into yeah. that remake and then look, you're like look look ah. Justin you're doing the one amateur thing when it comes to these games what's that using logic <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop that shit right now <laughs> just go along with it it's fine like, exactly what? yeah <laughs> because reasons fuck it but how do they come back what is that for <laughs> here's another game <laughs> <laughs> so at this point Sora reunites with Kairu Kairu Riku Kairi and Diz and Diz is like, hey, by the way, I'm the real Ansem the Wise. <laughs> the scientist that the Terrazanort and the rest of his pupils overthrew many years ago. He's like, I know all these assholes. Mm-hmm. They were all my students. Yeah. I don't like I don't know if he recognizes them. He better because they have the same fucking faces. Yeah. But yeah, these are my asshole students. Uh. And he's like, I'm gonna destroy their fake ass kingdom hearts. Uh-huh. I'm just going to blow it out of the fucking sky with my laser. He's got like he's a, got a laser. laser cannon, and he's going to blow it out of the fucking sky. This guy's got a full lab. He's got a computer that can digitize people and a and he has laser. he has a heaven-killing laser. <laughs> <laughs> hey, heaven, take this. Just, like, man, the fucking the Evangelion team needed this guy. Oh, my God. So... Don't get me started on that story. Anyway, go ahead. Him and his heaven-killing laser. Like, we, we gotta go prime the heaven laser, and they're gonna go do that. So, I mean, you, you basically keep fighting at this point. Like, Kyrie full-on whips out a keyblade, and everyone's like, yeah, that's cool. Let's keep going. Wait, because Aqua bequeathed it to her? Is that... Yeah, yeah right. but this is the first time she's like, boom, I've got one. Like, she, this is the first time she pulls it out. And uh, Riku is like... No, I'm not gonna give into the darkness. I'm gonna control it. And he like he he takes the darkness in him, and like he you know he he, he remains like weird and some form. Okay, but he he fights alongside them, and he's helping them out. Okay. Um. So they they go you know continuing to fight, and they find out about the artificial kingdom hearts, which is basically um. Zemless, Zemnus was lying to the organization, telling them, yeah. oh, you know, we're, we're going to create the Artificial Kingdom Hearts to help them regain their hearts. But his true right, motive was to, cr- again, bring back Kingdom Hearts to create the world in their image because Zemnus is the nobody of Xehanort. Right. Yes. Even though his, no- according to the, the rules of the name... He should have two... He should have two axes. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't. He's already got the axe. Oh, no, that's a dumb thing. Fuck. They explain that. I don't know when that's explained on the timeline, but that X is how he monitors people. If that's explained in Dream Drop Distance, the Uh. X, the X is how he can like spy on people. And even if it's in your name, he can spy on you. So, so that's or, why they all have the X, and that's or why on your clothes or on your clothes. We'll get to that in Dream Drop Distance. Oh God! Um, Sora and friends fight Zemnis and, and the Artificial Kingdom Hearts, and and basically, there's a this is like the dungeon, right? Like the final dungeon. You do a lot of fighting, kill a lot of people. You you encounter Syax, who is like this dude who's obsessed with the moon. Um, 
you encounter Zigbar, who's this cool like pirate with a with a like he's got a an eye patch and he can like float in the air and he has guns and his boss fight fucking sucks because there's a portion of it where it becomes a first person shooter from his perspective and you have to dodge on the arena. It's god awful. Um, and you eventually, you know, you fight Xemnas. Mm-hmm. You beat Xemnas. And everyone's like, yeah, we did it. And then Diz blows up Kingdom Hearts, the new one. And then Xemnas isn't dead. What? They open a portal and they're like, we gotta fucking run away. And they go to run away and Xemnas just shows up again. And he's like got on a cool white robe and he has lightsaber hands. Huh? Mm-hmm. And that's I the don't fi- remember this from yeah, that's I the final the game. boss again. I, re- I played the game. I don't remember they, this part. They do the thing where it's like, oh, we beat the bad guy. But I'm back and I have a cooler outfit. This time it's not a boat. It is two lightsaber hands. <laughs> and you have to fight Riku and Sora team up and they fight lightsaber hands, oh, Xemnas, and beat him, trapping them in the realm of darkness. You know, it, it, just a side note. So the the I remember like... It's supposed to be a big deal that Sora and Riku are fighting together. Yes, they don't really build up their friendship that much. They do. They do mostly through the, the like in the first game. There's a sort of conflict where like Riku's like, "No, I was deserving the Keyblade because yeah. he had this information that Sora didn't have, mm-hmm. and Sora will, and he he didn't have information that Sora had, mm-hmm. and it was like, ah, we were both supposed to be the Keyblade wielders. Who knew? And like even after Riku just pulls like the biggest douche move ever in the beginning of the game. And then continuing throughout it, continues to just be this asshole antagonist, mm-hmm. even though, yeah, he's being possessed by Ansem, yada, yada, yada. Um, Sora's like, no, you're my friend. I'm, I'm going to, like, travel the fucking universe to find you. Mm-hmm. So he goes out and he, he keeps trying to do that. But, like, we get a little bit more of it in this game with, like, it, with these tidbits where, like, Riku is, like, actively trying to get Sora's memory restored by mm. confronting Roxas and by dealing with Diz and dealing with Namine and all that stuff. And, like, the reason he keeps that darkness in his heart and retains the Ansem form is because he's like, nah, I am going to fight for my friend and I'm going to use that even though it's detrimental to me mm-hmm. so Riku Riku during this point like he turns back into his Riku self um, he like stops using the darkness or, or masters it or something some some whatever it doesn't matter he turns back into his Riku self but he's still got the darkness in him um, and, and you know they, they fight Xemnas lightsaber Xemnas they beat lightsaber <laughs> Xemnas and they are left in the realm of darkness afterward they're trapped there okay and the realm of darkness is that weird timey wimey doesn't work right place that Aqua, Aqua ended up in. Right. Okay. And but they don't meet Aqua there. They don't at, meet Aqua at there. this point. At, at least. this point, they don't. No. Okay. Um, <sighs> okay. So, <sighs> fuck. Just you got. You got to take a minute. That's right. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, then a, a, they get a message in a bottle on the beach. And they're like, what? Oh, I do remember this. And it's from yeah. Kyrie, and a door to light opens, and they run through, and they're back on Destiny Islands, and everybody's happy. And that's great. <laughs> a bottle. A message so, in a bottle. A message in a bottle. Okay. Now, Dream Drop Distance is technically the next game, but we have a little bit to cover in between that, right? What do you mean in between? What? So, when Diz destroyed Kingdom Hearts, okay. his laser, his, his, his heaven laser exploded. And he he gets sent to the realm of darkness when this happens. Okay, where he meets Aqua, 
Oh, so he's met... Yeah, Diz meets Aqua in the Realm oh. of Darkness. They're all there at the same time, but because time doesn't work right there, they can't run into each other, I guess. I don't... Maybe it's big. Who knows? They all look like they're sitting on the same fucking beach. <laughs> so... He, he, he explains to Aqua that, like, hey... I, you know, I, I'm losing my memories, but there's this this kid I met, and he's just has like the biggest fucking heart. His heart is so strong, and I helped repair him. And she's like, "Oh, was it Terra or Ventus, my old friends? Are they still out there fighting the good fight?" And he's like, "No, no, this kid's name was Sora," and. I don't know that I'm going to remember much anymore. But like, I gave him the information he's going to need to get us out of here. I just hope he can find it. Why is he losing his? The dying or something? Uh, he's, it's like being in the realm of darkness, I guess, is bad for him because he's not a Keyblade wielder, or maybe he's just going senile, or maybe they needed a plot reason. It's really not explained why he's losing his memories. Maybe it was just the, the heaven-exploding ray that, that <laughs> fucked with him. Who knows, right? Because that's, you know, that's what I, I figured... Being around something that could do that would be bad for your health. I mean, right? yeah. If you've got <laughs> really? a gun that can shoot oh. heaven, I bet that's not good for normal people. Yeah. It's got to be that the amount of radiation. Like, <laughs> how does he power? How do you power a heaven killing laser? Okay, it does. It. it I, however, you are picturing the heaven killing laser. It is not that cool. No. And it is a hundred times more cartoony. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't even want to try and Google D- a yeah, picture. I wouldn't even know what to don't. Google. But it is. It I'm is like Google the, heaven killing laser right now. Google <laughs> heaven killing laser and see what comes up. I bet it's way cooler than whatever the hell Diz had. He had like oh, a little tripod God. with a computer screen and had like a fucking seventies ray gun with the <laughs> rings. And he's like, I'm gonna point that at heaven, and once it powers up, heaven will be dead. Because I don't want my asshole apprentices to get their hearts back. Although I think he maybe knew what they were doing at the time. He was he was like, no, 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 no. This is this is bad. Like they, yeah. they're, they're not trying to do that. They can't do like that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, so he blows up Kingdom Hearts. He goes into the realm of darkness. He talks to Aqua. So then we get to. That, that's the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. They, they go back to the beach. They're super happy. And I think they get another letter from the king or they get a letter from someone. Yeah, you don't see what the, you just see. You, them, yeah, they, they go, oh, and, and they yeah. stare at it. And you don't know what it is. Okay. And then you have to wait a fucking damn near decade to find out <laughs> when oh. we get to Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Okay, so we got finished the game. Wow, that was a lot in Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, Mike, how you doing over there? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm solid. I'm good. I need another like shot of 60 glasses of whiskey but i'm good uh, one shot of 60 glasses <laughs> i guess if we, if we have the technology to create heaven killing lasers we can fold space so that makes sense i yeah. mean that yeah. makes more sense than the heaven killing laser to be quite honest what? Uh, <laughs> i guess um, it only kills fake heavens so maybe yeah. that you maybe oh, need less maybe power to is. kill fake that, heaven there you go mm, that's oh, it is. god that's where that that's where the disconnect was. there's a fake <laughs> heaven and the heaven and the laser that kills it okay anyway um, what is the next game? So the next game is Dream Drop Distance, but technically the next game is Recoded, which was the mobile, and we're going to spend a very brief amount of time on Recoded. It's it's, it's like a that. footnote. I like that. Okay. Same. Recoded, <laughs> Recoded was a mobile game, uh-huh. and essentially what happens in Recoded is is after after two, Namine merges. She she goes back into. Kyrie and Roxas kind of goes back into Sora in, in, in a way that like they accept that and and Sora like sees Roxas's spirit whatever in front of him and they remerge Namine and Kyrie remerge it's all good 
how Naminé had a was a nobody while Kyrie was still a whole person. Oh, it, it is like because she's a princess of heart and the, the physics that already fine. don't work don't work even further for her. The very loose set of rules they've applied still don't apply to her. She wow. can do whatever the fuck. So th- they come back together. But when that happened, like everybody forgets Naminé. And so why would they forget <sighs> Naminé? Because her, her, her powers are like fucking with memory, right? Okay. So, I don't know if we've mentioned that Jiminy Cricket's been here this whole time, but he has. Um, Jiminy Cricket is like, he, sh- he, he travels with you on all your adventures and he right, catalogs he them. The He's your diary. journal. Yeah. So they can explain why there is just a massive, like, you can go back and read all these journals of everything you ever I did. I think you can, like, keep track of the story and there's, like, a bestiary in there. He's got a bestiary. Yeah, okay. He's got extra notes. Like, you can find Ansem's reports that have been scattered all over the world and read them in his notes. There's all sorts of really cool stuff in there. Some of it is, like, kind of essential to understanding the story. It's okay. crazy and weird and I kind of hate it because, like, I don't. I don't want to have to, like, A, buy multiple systems to understand this game and then spend 40-plus hours playing through them and another 40 hours reading shit yeah. in them. Because it's a, from what I remember, it's a lot to read. It's a lot to read. Yeah. I remember getting so bored, like, this can't be that relevant. Yeah. Um, but it is. Some of it is. <laughs> Not all of it, but some of it is. Um, it's really good flavor, but it's, mm-hmm. it's too much. So, Recoded was a mobile game. I don't know the year it came out. You might have that. I can look it up, but go ahead. Uh, and in this mobile game, it's basically like Jiminy's not journals are blank. They've all been erased by Nomine. Huh. And all it says in it is thank Nomine, and then there's a cryptic phrase about like... Oh, 2010. 2010. Nine years ago. <sighs> um, what is the what is the the, the thing in, in Recoder? Do I have it? Um, I might have the quote. It's a very cryptic coat about like mend those who are hurt, mend the hurt, mend the hurting ones. When the hurting ones are mended, blah, 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 mm-hmm. something will happen. I don't remember. So, like, well, we need to know what happened in these journals. Was Recoded kind of like a, another game where you run around and beat stuff up? I have no idea how it played. I know okay. nothing about the gameplay of Recoded. Okay. It was a mobile game, and this was 2010, so phones were not cool. Oh, yeah. So, like, couldn't have been that good. You were playing this shit on a clamshell, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, is, that, is that right? Like, did we have, nine years ago, were we on clamshells? I feel like we, it, if we weren't on a clamshell, we weren't on something that could play a video game. Uh, it doesn't look half bad. There's, like, cutscenes that are kind of like cool. early iPhone. Yeah, you were probably Barely. playing it on early iPhones, yeah. and I th- they eventually did re-release it on a console as a bonus game within <laughs> one of the, uh, within one of the remastered editions. Okay. So, like, you could play it there. But what happens is Mickey and Donald and Goofy are like, oh, no, we got to figure out what's going on in these journals. So they create a data Sora because pe- people can be digitized. <sighs> and you go in and play through the, the original game. The first game. Oh, the first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Okay. Which would have been fine if that's all it was. Uh-huh. Just play through that. But Data Sora goes in inside as a Data Roxas. They don't explain how there's a Data Roxas when no one else knew who the fuck Roxas was. But I guess he's in there because it was Naminé, right? Okay. So he meets Data Roxas, has no idea who he is. Eventually he goes blah, 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 blah. It sounds like it was an excuse just to get the characters to meet. Yeah. Okay. So... And this is the part that's really kind of infuriating, right? <laughs> this is basically like... This is where you kind of find out that his his memory restoration was performed by Ansem the Wise. Like, you kind of figure... Like, this is how you piece together that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of knew... 
but like it goes more into the detail of like how he did it how he like digitized Roxas and like put him in there um you find out more about like oh Sora's heart's unique and how it can reach out and heal people which we've talked about when seen on screen I don't know that we needed a data Sora to have that explained to him data Sora anyways (laughs) yeah um and the big thing is that like he meets a data nominee and data nominee explains like Sora's heart is unique in the sense that he can mend broken connections and like he can save hearts, which we've seen him do again with Ventus. Does this Sora um, know he's data? Sora? Yes, Nominee explains like you're not the real Sora. There's a real Sora, okay, and okay. I don't know how he doesn't have an existential crisis and yeah. break down there, but whatever. Um, and those are the ones who need to be mended. Like he needs to mend Ventus, Kyrie, Nominee, Roxas, Shion, and Vanitas. Like it, like those are the hearts he's he's connected to, and by mending them, like something will be fixed. And the the uh, let's see, that's Ventus, Kyrie, Nominee, Roxas, Shion, Vanitas is only five, and so that doesn't hit our seven quota. But I feel like that was kind of leading up to like the seven. Uh huh. Maybe Riku and Sora are the other yeah. two. You would think, but then that like that leaves Terra and Aqua out of the equation, and who they knows? Vent he did Ventus oh, twice. Vanitas uh, was a thing, so like who knows there? I right? I was thinking that earlier too. Like it might be the seven, but no. Continue. It's a weird thing, and it's basically <laughs> oh, like, oh God. yeah, Sora. Like if he mends them the hurt, like mend them to stop the hurting. I don't know that that's been talked about again. I think that may show up. It either tangentially in Dream Drop Distance in ways that are like, oh, I either forgot about it or like it didn't matter, or it shows up in three and I haven't got there yet. Um, and so that's basically recoded. Uh, she <laughs> no, Nominee does tell him all about Terra and Ventus and Aqua, which is like infuriating because as far as I remember and know, like they don't take that information back and give it to anyone. They just have it. They just have it. Like, Data Sora has it. It may be how they figure out uh, about Terra Ventus and Aqua, because I know Mickey runs into Aqua later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? I did see that cutscene, and that's, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, then we get to Dream Drop Distance. Okay. Finally. Dream Drop Distance is basically like... 2012, this game came out. Mickey and <laughs> Mickey and Yen Sid have figured out, hey, when you when you fucking knock out a nobody and knock out its heartless, it reforms, right? So it's this game where they, they explain that? Yeah, the, the, I think there's either a transit there's like a transition. It happens it happens early on in Dream Drop Distance mm-hmm. or somewhere in it. Um I think I think it's the very beginning of Dream Drop Distance where they explain this, that like when that happens there somebody reforms well we've already defeated ansem seeker of darkness mm-hmm. and we've defeated zemnis so xehanort, so xehanort can, can reform yeah so yen sid is like well we're gonna need more keyblade masters then because we've only got one right now and it's mickey because even though yen sid is a keyblade master apparently keyblade masters are nowhere nearly as cool as jedi who just keep you know fucking shit up until they're hundreds of years old yen sid's like eh i'm just gonna sit here behind a desk and drink tea yeah um where's his keyblade uh i think it's like a cool star one i don't know how often we see it Mm -hmm. he may just have like given it to sora as like a keyblade enchantment thing i don't Uh, really remember he doesn't actively wield it right right um because again as we talked about in the first one keyblade wielders just keyblade masters just sit behind desks and yell at people so let me ask this is xehanort more powerful as his himself or is he better 
when he's two things? It depends on the situation, and we're going to have to get into the time travel to okay, fully answer well, that. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get. <laughs> ahead of all right. Here. So he's like, all right, Sora and Riku, they need to take the Mark of Mastery exam. Okay. Now, in we saw the Mark of Mastery exam once in uh, Birth by Sleep in Terra and uh, Aqua. They were okay. taking it. And it was just like they like ran around a room and like whacked balls around and did stuff. And that was like, <laughs> oh, it's your mark of mastery exam. Or, or it was it was like not really that grand and like Aqua passed, Terra failed. And this easier is, back then. <laughs> it was easier back then because Yen Sid is like, you gotta go to the fucking dreaming realm and wake up the sleeping worlds <laughs> that were destroyed by darkness. And it's like, hold oh up. Oh my god, of course you do. Educational standards for Keyblade Masters just like went through the roof. There must have been a time where like a bunch of them got their fucking just killed and they were like, We need to we yeah. need to tighten the, the lid on making this a little too yeah. easy. Yeah. It's too easy. <laughs> if you just walk in with a keyblade and fifty bucks just to get get declared a master this ain't working out for us so they have to go to the sleeping worlds which are worlds that were destroyed by darkness or or never saved and they have to bring them back to the light like if you can do that you're gonna have the power to defeat master xehanort okay um xehanort fucks with the exams but the big thing is they dive into the sleeping realms and for uh, no fucking reason Riku doesn't go into the sleeping realms he goes into Sora's dreams why there's no reason he just my, does Mike, the, the, Mike's just shaking I guess the transition the transition was difficult or something it's not I don't remember a full explanation it's just like that's where he is he becomes a dream eater which in this game they introduce what? dream eaters and nightmares Dream Eaters are like Pokemon. They're cool and you collect them and you level them up and you get skills with them. And Nightmares are a new type of creature that plague the Dreaming Realms because it's not really a place Heartless go. Weren't those mentioned with the Forerunners? Dream Eaters were mentioned with the Forerunners, yes. And the Nightmares. They appeared then as well. Okay. Uh, that's back when all the worlds were whole, so I don't know how that really translates to this. They are the same creatures, but I don't know why. Okay, okay. I don't know that that's been explained. Um... So, they have to travel through the sleeping realms. There's like seven worlds. During this time, and this is where shit gets timey-wimey and fucking... <laughs> timey-wimey. That's the new word, ladies and gentlemen. Um, timey-wimey. Riku becomes a dream eater and basically fights to protect How does he Sora. become a dream eater? Because he's in Just Sora's dreams he's and he's okay. fighting to protect him. He got it, got it. Okay. Sora, during this time, encounters... Members of organization, not members of organization thirteen, but Xehanorts, multiple Xehanorts, uh, who sort of begin to explain things to him, <clears throat> and this is where it's explained that time travel is a thing. Uh. Um, Xehanort, uh, he encounters, I believe, a young Xehanort, and okay. young Xehanort, and it's like, oh, it's a mysterious man. It's like bullshit. If you looked at him, that's fucking young Xehanort, like a hundred percent. The weird fucking part is he he looks like Terra, but the reason Ansem, and so the reason that Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, and Zemnis look like Terra is because they are from the body that Xehanort possesses, which is Terra, Terra Xehanort. Oh. But for some reason, young Xehanort looks, looks like, like Terra, Terra, and that's not really explained. 
But he's like, he goes on his, you know, whole villain monologue spiel. This is revealed throughout the game. Like, yo, this is what's actually going on. I can time travel. And the reason I can... can. No, he. I, okay. I. I don't. I don't remember precisely how it's explained because again, broad strokes here. Broad strokes. I'm not going to give you the beat by beat. Okay. Xehanort, Master Xehanort, figures out that if he can, it, it, he he figures out a, like a potion or something that lets him time travel. But you can only time travel as a heart. You have to be a pure, not not pure in the sense of like good, like just a heart. Oh. And so that's why he was experimenting. With the heartless, trying to figure out how to take his own heart out so he could do this. Huh. So after they overthrew Diz, or Ansem the Wise, he takes his heart out, creating his heartless and his nobody, and his heart travels back in time to meet his younger self. He's like, hey, here's what you gotta do. So there's a third part that went back in time? Yeah. Is that- <sighs> here's what you gotta do. You, young me, you have to make, you have to travel, you, you have to... <coughs> get 13 individuals 13 pieces 13 vessels for me to put a piece of my soul in because we need the 13 pieces of darkness to battle the 7 pieces of light so that Kingdom Hearts will come back and we can control it oh for fuck's sake yeah this doesn't even sound worth it anymore they would serve as as those 13 pieces of darkness to balance against the 7 pieces of light which would create a true X-Blade because apparently if you just split a little boy in half and then glue him back together that makes a fragile X-Blade right with Ventus Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the primary reason his his nobody and and whatnot exists the nobody was supposed to sort of facilitate organization 13 Mm -hmm. whereas the heartless was supposed to sort of go out and find more shit about kingdom hearts and deal with the heartless well his heart traveled back in time and talked to the young version of himself just let me let me me stop you there for a second yeah did you ever think you would ever say that sentence out loud hell no So, (laughs) fortunately, they do lay down some rules for time travel. We'll see if those are broken later. But basically, you can only travel on your own timeline. You can't go back further than you were born, and you can't go further into the future than the moment you were able to time travel. Okay. Shockingly grounded for this series. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. You, so you can't do that, but the one thing that does... Oh, and, and then when you return to the present, you will forget everything you did while time traveling. But you subconsciously still follow the path you laid out for yourself. So it allows you to sort of remove yourself from the present, set events in the past. Mm-hmm. So like you won't remember that you went back and talked to yourself and said, hey, do this shit. Mm-hmm. But you're going to do that shit. Because you told yourself to do it. Huh. I wonder why they put that rule in there. I don't know. That just Maybe to like... explain why certain characters didn't know what was going on when they should have. Got it. Nope. Right. So, you subconsciously still follow that path. That definitely feels like, fuck, I gotta... F- no more, I was like, I gotta fix this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I bet it's gonna come back to bite him on the ass. Anyway. <laughs> so, Xehanort can time travel again at any time. Just by unlocking his heart and splitting himself. This isn't a thing like everyone can do, right? right like, right. you gotta know how. But you have to be a pure, like, uh, uh, just a soul heart. Mm-hmm. So he travels back in time to a much younger version of himself and tells him what will happen in the future. To pass on, and, and he passes on that ability for him to time travel. Mm-hmm. So that the young version himself can then start time traveling into the future. Because mm-hmm. he can travel along his own timeline. Um, 
and I guess that works because he he knew himself from the future. I don't know really how that is, but he gives his the young self the ability to time travel. So he starts doing it. Wow. So young Xehanort travels through time to find the different incarnations of himself to help him get closer to the 13 pieces of darkness. And now, this is what Organization 13 was supposed to be, but due to the fact that a lot of them were just fucking rebels and were like, nah, fuck this shit, it fucked up the whole damn thing. Yeah. And, it, you know, it didn't work out how they wanted it to. Right, because you said there's a lot of infighting within the group. There's a lot of infighting in yeah. the group. It did not work out how they wanted it to. So by different incarnations, is it just like the the Xehanort from this year, and then the next one's the one from this year, and the one from this year? Well, it's more like it's... It's the young Xehanort, it's Master Xehanort, there is Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness, there is Xemnas, and there are the various vessels. It was his job to sort of seek out those people who would eventually become vessels, people that he could manipulate into becoming heart, becoming nobodies mm-hmm. so that they could have those hearts stuck in them, hit mm-hmm. pieces of Ansem, or uh, Xehanort's heart. Um, okay. So, like, the the ones that are there are, like, Master Xehanort, Terra Xehanort. I think Terra Xehanort and Master Xehanort are the same I, in this. I, they could be different. <laughs> I don't remember. It's a whole fucking thing. I'm sure 3 is going to... We're going to deal with that. I'm sure we're going to do... Like, you can't not. You can't just be like, no, go fuck off in Fantasyland for another 30 hours and give you no answers. Like, <laughs> Dream Drop Distance oh, ends boy. with the, that kind of being the thing. So, okay. back to Dream Drop Distance, now that we sort of explain time travel. Um, Lushu, I think, shows up in this one kind of tangentially. He doesn't do much. He just kind of creeps around the edges. Um, and for the most part, it's just like a big explanation of like what's going on. So Lushu's still alive, and in-, in a weird way, um, I think because this- like he he's supposed to pass on the blade. But yeah. The so one this is this Zaynard is, has. and again, I can't remember if this is a spoiler I read for three or not. But it's he's supposed to pass on the blade, right? But what he did was he passed on the blade and then possessed that person the same way Xehanort does. He transferred his heart into them. Oh. So Lucius just been around for fucking ever. Oh, and eventually he found. The dude who he found the dude who was going to be like you know the next coming, which would be Zemnis. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as well, he found him as Terra Xehanort, mm-hmm. and he ends up being Brig, uh, who becomes Zigbar. Okay, um, and Zigbar is one of the as, as we find it at the end of Dream Drop Distance. Zigbar is one of the thirteen incarnations of Xehanort. He's already allowed Xehanort to be part of him, and we also find out at the end of this one two other members of Organization 13 decided to do that as well. So we find out through this game that, oh, hey, all the people who who um, were part of Organization 13, their bodies, you know, their nobodies and their and their heartless have been destroyed, so they become their somebodies again. Mm-hmm. And this is where you find out through the through as they're kind of poking around the uh, the the research office because they showed up back in Radiant Garden, which was the laboratory where they performed the experiment that separated oh, their hearts. Okay, all right. So they're like, hey. What happens? And, you know, they find out, okay, when you're reformed, this is where you go. But several of our members are missing. Mm -hmm. So we got to go find them. Um, So Lee, who is Axel, sets Mm -hmm. out to go find them. Oh, and by the way, they retain all their memories of everything that happened, which is weird because everyone else gets memory blanked from, like, everything. But they know everything that happened while they were nobodies. Why do they get to keep their... Because when you when you reform into your somebody, you keep all your nobody's memories. Because they're like soup, they have high willpower, right? That's why they were able to be individual uh, okay, okay. nobodies and not like uh, the weird bodysuit ones. Mm-hmm. So they um, spend most of their time fucking around in this lab. But Lee goes off to go find them. 
Um, and Lee is is like, I'm gonna go find the other guys. He he. I don't remember if he finds out how they went to this one place or 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 not. But at some point, Minnie gets kidnapped and Mickey has to go save her. And it's Maleficent and Pete who are like, oh, we want we want all the information from the data journal. Do you actually get to play as Mickey? Uh, I I don't recall. Maybe it might just be a cutscene. It's Damn it's it. like I said, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Mike's I like, don't no. think okay. so. Mike's- I know there's an escort mission with Minnie in the second one, and it's actually a, ew. Oh, you it's, mean to escort her somewhere? Oh, okay. yeah, my bad. And it's it's not it's not escort. a bad escort mission actually because like every once in a while she gets like a superpower and you hit triangle and she just like fucking nukes the room and it's great. Um, so Minnie Minnie gets kidnapped and like Mickey and Donald and Goofy go like we're gonna go deal with this and this is like a side plot that's running tangential to the story. Okay, and they're like, hey, we want the Maleficent Peter. Like, hey, we want the journals. We want the the data journals. And they're like, no. And they're like, well, we're gonna you know deal with Minnie. And then like Axel shows up and he's like, no, I'm gonna save y'all again, again because reasons. So he shows up and saves Mickey. Um, or it's it's Lee now. Not yeah, Lee, Axel. not Axel. Okay. He's Lee. Why did they? Because if you see it, because right, you take the X out, you rearrange the letters. Yeah, so, so it's L E A. Wouldn't that it just? It's Leah. <laughs> yeah, Le- Leah would have been fine. Yeah, but it's Lee Le- because again they needed. So I mean, let's, let's take a real quick second to go over what the Organization Thirteen <laughs> names are. Just y'all need to hear these. Uh, I, I just want to go ahead and say that you look about twenty years older now after going through this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a struggle. I mean, Lord, like I'm again very thankful you've been putting up with this. <laughs> We've had a couple beers. I mean, it helps. It helps. It, it definitely helps. Yeah, it loosens you up a little bit. Oh. So, Zemnis was Ansem, which makes sense. Yeah, he okay. he took the personality of Ansem the Wise. Perfectly okay. fine. Zigbar is Brag. Brag is a Final Fantasy ass name. I'm yeah. down with that. Okay. Zaldin, which is Dylan, which is like, all right, you're missing some letters or using some other substitute ones, but I that guess it kind of works out. You know, it sounds normal. Vexen. I it was even, not Evan, even. or maybe it is Evan, but it's spelt even. <laughs> it's Evan. <laughs> I but, don't know that Lu- that we get Luxeus. Luxeus. Uh-huh. I don't know that we get. We, so some of them like run off, and we don't get to see who they are before the right. others wake up. So and we don't know their names. Okay. Um, also, I think I think some go beyond the original uh, students. I think they added more nobodies over time. So we don't know who they are, where they are out there. Okay. So like, I don't think we know Luxeus. Zexion is um, Zex. Ienzo. Wow. <laughs> someone, someone, you know, someone spent like two days at their desk, like fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, and just wrote it. And like, that's the closest damn thing I can get to a name. He was out like of this. two minutes away from deadline. And it's like fuck it, Ienzo. Syax, <laughs> which is. S-A-I with a, a umlaut, I think, or a, the, the two dots. Yeah, yeah. Might be a trema. I forget. Yeah. Um, S-A-I-X is Isa, which well, is like... I mean, Isa's at least stupid name. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, at least I've seen that name before. Just I-S-A. Really? Like, yeah. I've literally never That's seen fair. That I've never seen that before. Yeah. Um, Axel is Lee. But it looks like Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Princess. Now, this is, this is the one I want to know. Um... Demix, D E M Y X. Demix. They just left him out because I'm pretty sure they're like, that's, there's no, just what nothing. fucking name. What was that one again? D E M Y X. Demix. Demi. Demi. 
Demi, just yeah. Be Demi. Just, just take the X off the yeah, end. Demi, Let's just Demi. word it up. Demi. Yeah. That would be better. I mean, yed, yedem. Yedem. Me, medi. Med, medi. Med. Edom. Med. Edom. There's, there's Med. no name there. Med. Med. Jack. <laughs> uh, Luxord. L-U-X-O-R-D, which they totally gave him that fucking name because he's also called the Gambler of Fate, and his weapons are like dice and cards, and they wanted to name him after a I casino. That. Luxord. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Luxor. So, L- you, the letters you're working with there are L-U-O-R-D, Drowl. Drowl. It's a Drowl <laughs> in my book. Ulod. Ulrod. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Marluxia, we don't get to know who that one is. I don't even want to fuck with those letters. Larxene, we don't get to know who she is. The, le- the writers were just like, nah, fuck, they're not in the game, yeah. fuck it. No, no. Roxas, we have Sora, Shion, I, yeah, whatever, that that one, she was just made. So we get, we, you know, we get, we get a few of them. Um, hey, what are the, one of the, did I say, did I say Zaldin already? He was he did, Dylan. He did, yeah. 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 Okay. He's, he's cool, he's got like dreadlocks and spears, and you fight him on a spear dragon, he's fun. Um... <laughs> So anyway, yeah, they show up, you know, they're doing their research and, and whatever, they get back to their stuff, trying to help out everybody now, because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we fucked up, like, yeah. shit was bad, we're sorry, mm-hmm. um, I gotta get back to my bullet point notes here, um, <laughs> oh my god, so much to digest, I know, right, there's a so lot, it's just these two games had the bulk of kind of the, oh yeah, the plot. So Sora continues on, and basically, like after all this happens, like he he encounters uh, he encounters Zemnis again because like time travel is now a thing, and also it's in his dreams and his memories. So I don't really know what's going on yeah. there. Um, and he fights him and wins, but like the battle is so taxing it like fucks with his heart, and so he gets pulled into darkness. But when that happens, Ventus's heart, which is in him. Okay. Like reaches out and encases him in Ventus's dope ass like Keyblade War armor to protect him from okay. darkness. Now Riku, Riku encounters Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, while he's in these dreams. The 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 the, um, the heartless. Okay. And that's when he's like, ah, I'm going to confront you. I'm going to try and possess you again. And he's like, Nah, I got this. Um, and he remembers like this whole encounter with Terra, and he's like, Boom, I'm fucking like I'm in control. And he 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 masters his darkness. Beats the oh, crap out of him. Okay. Goes to find Sora, where he finds Sora in the Organization 13 Council Chambers, which are like these big-ass chairs um, that like are very yeah, high. The, you, you see yeah, them yeah, all throughout that. the second yeah, yeah. game. Um, and basically, that's where it's like, oh, hey, we're going to make Sora into another vessel. And he's like, ah. a big fight happens. Um, a big-ass Heartless is summoned. Uh, Mickey shows up with the save and he's like I got this and then Donald and Goofy show up again and they're like hey we got this and they all rescue Sora see before with the other games it's like oh it's Terra Ventus and Aqua so I'm like it's like okay I, I get why people would skip that this seems even more essential it's than just those huge. games this is now a, that it's because it's Sora it is, and Rico it is the direct sequel to two. Yeah. Even though it's not called three. And it should have been three. Oh my god. Oh, that's frustrating. Okay. So they save him. Mm-hmm. 
everybody kind of, you know, fights. Master Xehanort is reformed. Uh-huh. But because this place, because time is fucking weird now, and, like, time travel's been a thing, and, like, the, the other organization... Oh, you find out the other uh, where the other organization members were. Mm-hmm. Syax is there. He has now been possessed by Xehanort. Um, uh, Zigbar is there. He's okay. been possessed by Xehanort. Um, and so they fight, and I believe they just kind of, like, fight and take off. Um, like, they're like, no, we can't do it with this. Bye. Yeah. Um, and so they pull the villain escape. It's like, oh, we'll fight again another day. No, the heroes just like run. Oh, I the think, I think they're like, we oh. can't handle this. Like, we can't handle Master Xehanort. Let's yeah. get out. Um, so I don't remember exactly how they get out, but they they, they end up back with um Yen Sid. Uh, oh, they they take Sora's body because his body's like asleep. It's 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 unconscious, and that's when that's when Riku, who who like is still in in Sora's dreams, because mm-hmm. um, Mickey's the one who showed up to save him, I guess. Or there's some weird stuff because like the 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 organiza- the council chamber was in his dreams. There's a lot of like l- like Inception level layers here. No, the point dreams. is, anyway, in the end, Riku pops back out after having done something to wake Sora up. Sora's awake. They got his body fixed. Um, and he's like, they're celebrating, oh, we finished our market mastery. But it turns out Sora didn't pass because he got way too close to getting norted. And apparently <laughs> Yen, Sid, Yen Sid's like, yeah, you got like this close to getting norted. So even though you didn't get norted, you're still not passing. But Riku, my man, you pass. <laughs> and he's like, all right, clearly, since Sora fucked up and dropped the ball, we need more people. So... I think that's when it's revealed that like Kyrie, like Kyrie's already training with a Keyblade, and at some point um, during the game, again, like it's hard for me to parse when exactly these cutscenes happen during the game because it's been so long. Yeah. Um, Axel goes to Yensid and is like, "Give me a Keyblade," and mm-hmm. Yensid's like, "Sure." <laughs> it's. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be tough. You're gonna have to train, and he's like, "Sure." Like I got experience. It's cool. And they're like. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Um, and then there's like, so then they send him off to fucking train with Merlin and the three good fairies who use their magic to make the time faster. It's like, oh, what? we're gonna, we're gonna like, cause Xehanort's coming, we're gonna shorten, like, we gotta help you along with magic. It's like, first off, first off, like, you, you couldn't have done that before with like yeah. any of these motherfuckers. I'm just like, you can do that? Yeah, like, you could do that? Why was that not a thing you did? Xehanort is a problem. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about these weird sleeping worlds? Yeah. Just, tie, just fucking stick Riku and Sora in the and, hyperbolic time chamber and, then and give them sensu beans, and then I'm just <laughs> fucking beef up. And Let, then teach why, the fuse. Why, why even bother with these mark of mastery tests? It's like, yo, just get them ready. Who cares? Just, just accelerate. Time. Like, yeah, th- th- this is the kind of time where it's like... It's like you know what? Maybe the like before, yeah. You know, we we couldn't have a lot of Keyblade Masters because everyone was walking in, and then we, you know, a lot of people got fucked up. But like now, now is maybe the time where you use your your whatever cool training <laughs> magic that they do to like help help Axel along. And like I get it. Like hey, maybe it's just like now nah, we're just gonna like beam the fucking basic steps into you. I don't know. But like it's implied that they're gonna help him along with yeah. the magic. Like you could have used that on Sora and Riku, really. Oh so Kyrie is also training with him. Kyrie, like they're they're helping Kyrie like use her Again, keyblade to train. I thought she was a main character, but she is like it's it's really a shame that they like don't use her enough. Yeah. Um. So that is kind of what like Axel goes off to do that to train with his keyblade. Um, God, have I have I just about covered everything? 
Yeah. Oh, um, and so they talk about the fact uh, over the course of the game that, like, well, we need to get Terra Ventus and Aqua back because Mickey met Aqua at some point. I don't know where in the mm-hmm. timeline that. Pardon me. Yeah. No worries. I don't yet. know where in the timeline that takes place, and I'm, I'm feeling like I'm kicking my ass for for not knowing it. But it's like it was such a small bit. Where did Terra's body even go? Terra's body is Xehanort. Terra Xehanort. Which even though it old got, Xehanort is yeah, old Xehanort's back, but Terra's body got split. Terra Xehanort's body got split into Ansem, right, and Xemnas. But when they reformed, they turned into old Xehanort. Yes. What? I don't know. I don't know. I wish Mike, I did. Mike is in the booth watching the both of us just unravel. I were just like, <laughs> my, my biggest... and like I, I really like my, my big concern is I'm coming across as incompetent here. But like, no, trust me. And I'm, I'm trying, to to the listeners, trust me. We don't fucking know. <laughs> this story is incompetent. The story doesn't understand itself. It's a problem. Oh, and it's still, it's wonderful. I'm not shitting on the game. I'm oh, no, shitting on yeah. the game a little bit. It's wonderful. I'm shitting on the game. I still bought it. So I, I still- love the game. Regardless <laughs> of how it's, fucking oh, it's pissed fun off as hell. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you want to go fight some cool ass skeletons with Jack Skeleton? Go do it. Yeah. You could summon the genie and hear someone who sounds kind of like Robin Williams say stuff. Yeah. Kingdom, it's great. Kingdom Hearts is my first introduction to an abusive relationship that I just keep going back to. <laughs> you know, it just spits in my face and I just keep coming back. So they talk about, like, we need to get Terra Ventus and Aqua back. And they find out, like, okay, well, we know that, that like, they imply they know Terra's. Or they know Ventus is in the world of darkness. Right. Sorry. They know Ventus is in Castle Oblivion, and they know Aqua is in the world of darkness. Like we just need to find Terra. Mm-hmm. Um. So it ends with Lee being sent off to go train mm-hmm. to figure out how to use his Keyblade. The two Keyblade Masters, Mickey and Riku, are given special protective garments and sent into the world of darkness to find Aqua. Mm-hmm. And Sora is basically, they're like, all right, Sora, you got to get your groove back. You got to figure out how to activate your powers of waking. Like, you, it, it's kind of how they do the reset for three. It's like, oh, they met- Metroided like, him. Yeah, they Metroid him. Okay. He, he got fucking Metroided when he got Norded. Okay. New verbs. Yeah. In case you don't know what the word Metroided means, <laughs> it means when after the last game you were a superpowered god, the next game has a reason in the first 30 seconds to strip all your powers from exactly. you. Um, so they met after he almost got norted he did get metroided and now (laughs) they're like uh, Yen Sid's all cryptic and he's like you need to find the heart of a hero and blah 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 old Disney man bullshit and he's like I gotta go see Hercules and he hops in the gummy ship and he fucks off and that's where Kingdom Hearts 3 starts starts. yeah Um, I I think for technically they do replay that scene kind of yeah they replay that scene but that's not technically where Kingdom Hearts 3 starts that's Kingdom Hearts 2.9, which which I'm sorry what which uh, so in in the game it's in Kingdom Hearts three it's it's them just just joking with themselves. You get to the bit oh, where the like where like naturally yeah. in oh. the game it would say Kingdom Hearts three and it says Kingdom Hearts 2.9 and then you finish the tutorial or whatever and it says Kingdom Hearts three. I laughed my ass off. Oh. I thought it was hilarious. So that is like a full, as full a recap as as me and my notes and watching and listening to recaps can remember. I guarantee you, I missed some minor details. Um, I I think that is more than enough to catch you up to like yeah. what's going on in three. 
I mean, between the last episode and this one, we're coming up on two hours. So that's that's four hours of you explaining this. And again, I think this is the most I've asked of any guest. So, Laura, thank you for, for doing this. <laughs> if, if this isn't enough, you can find like multiple YouTube videos, which are like half an hour long, that are like just some dude just breathlessly going like... Yeah. And they have visual cues, so that's a little bit easier. But we got a little more in depth. Um, it was fun. I loved... They also don't joke about it and take the piss out of it as much as we do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's It's been wonderful. I've loved talking about... I love Kingdom Hearts. It's... I mean, that game go way back go back to freaking elementary school for me metal yeah. gear solid is next boys is it is i it? mean no. this is this we might turn this into another segment on the show it's oh, just yeah. like let's find the weirdest fucking plot and like let's try and you piece want me to it show together. up and do game re- recaps i'm i, I love metal gear solid yeah, same i'm a big uh, uh bloodborne fan mm-hmm. love to come and just Oh my god! Try okay. and talk people through that. So, so might- far on my list right now, I just got Metal Gear Solid and Persona. I have not. So I haven't touched Persona. I touched that one. So I, I really, really wanted to get into Persona, yeah. and then I, I wanted to get into Persona because I think I wanted to get into Shin Megami Tensei mm-hmm. Devil something, and I was like, wait, yeah. wait, this has like five games already. Three of them aren't even out in the U.S. Some are on other like that is that is worse. Persona yes. is like three series blended into one on across multiple systems. And half of them aren't even localized for us. So, so what you're saying is you're down. <laughs> I, if I could figure out a way to play them, sure. <laughs> Some of them are in anime form. I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, awesome. Wow. My girlfriend watched the Persona guess, 5 anime, and I'm well, like, man, that guy's going to be in Smash Brothers. To be honest, our board yeah. game idea isn't that far off. It's then. not. It's like, not someone's going to do off. it. Someone's going to do it. I'm I'm waiting for the, for the next the next like the next step is like it is a curated five course meal. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. It's it's, it's a wait. It, it's a meal. It, but it's it's a bes- also the story of the. It's game. the what? story of the game, but it is a bespoke snack box. <laughs> Well, I thought that seems like a bonus thing. No, no, it's absolutely essential. <laughs> it's, not, you don't, it's essential, and you don't want to eat these snacks. Yeah. And this, rest, this restaurant's only open for two months. <laughs> but you will totally eat this <laughs> Afterward, you're going to have to find a review from someone who ate at the restaurant. It's going to be a food critic who walked in there by accident. It's like, yeah. I don't why know did was. this food tell me a story? And then why did everything have pointy hair? It was really weird. <laughs> It'll be like one everywhere. guy who was actually following the story did it, and then they'll have to try and like we people have, would we do need it. you to recap it. If if somebody said, guess what? The next bit in the Kingdom Hearts story is a fucking five course meal <laughs> that you have to like interpret. Yeah, and it's gonna cost you five hundred bucks. There there would be people. Yeah, I guarantee you. Oh man, uh, that's Kingdom Hearts. I mean, in a, in as much of a, a nutshell as I can put it in. It's it's a lot. That's not bad. Four hours, approximately four hours. You did it, man. Like that's uh, what is it? Like twelve, thirteen games. Yeah. Over over a decade of history. Well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having <laughs> me. It was it was a, a wonderful experience to be able to just shout this into into the void as. So to speak. Yeah, um, it was definitely fun watching you talk and watching the life just slowly suck <laughs> out of Justin while I was talking to him. We should have streamed this. Like, oh, I know. We just watching have. my reaction to it. 
Your hairs are all gray now. You have more oh, wrinkles now. You've God. probably lost some weight from all the stress. I look I look like old Xehanort. <laughs> you really yeah. do. So all you need is the, the soul patch. Yeah, and my eyes are yellow now. Um, it's got to get norted. But uh, Lauren, thank you again so much. Of course, where of course. Can they, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at DM underscore LSP. I am far less interesting there than I am here. You can also <laughs> listen to me uh, GM or MC run the games on the Nerds on a Roll podcast, which is part of the Geek Say What Network. We're an actual play podcast, the focusing Woo. on telling meaningful stories through different genres and mediums. Uh, our first season was superheroes, so if you want to hear some teenage superheroes get up some shenanigans, that's where to do it. And our second season, which has just started, the first four episodes are out. That is the prologue is uh, more of a sword and sorcery dealing with uh, faith, uh, religion, and power and sort of how those are used. Uh, If that sounds interesting to you, check out Nerds on a Roll. Fantastic. Mike, where can they find you? Yeah, y'all can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, I'm Michael Mariscal. Instagram, and Mike.Mariscal. And every episode I like to plug uh, adopting for pets instead of shopping for them. My pit bull has done amazing wonders for me, and I adopted him a long time ago. So definitely try to, you know, adopt and not shop. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network, and the network offers a plethora of other shows of plethora of other shows right now, including Nerds on a Roll. Uh, we have a Ready Ooh. Set Geek, uh, hosted by uh, Alex Gallet. Uh, your starting line to geek culture. We have Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. Um, it's a trivia podcast, which is now weekly. And on the horizon, we have uh, Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, and RP Geek Allegories, hosted by JPG. Um, and uh, next shout-out goes to uh, Wayland Productions, where pretty much the bulk of our recordings happen uh without them they uh i mean we wouldn't be much really um they share the space with us they uh, provide the equipment so big shout out to them uh you can find them at wayland.ws and uh, please support their audio drama we're alive frontier finally uh the show is brought to you by our geek apparel sponsor jordan dene that's jordan d-e-n-e and you can find them Find them at jordandenay.com. It's a geek apparel uh, shop out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, they help you look nerdy. Please check out their website and use the promo code GeekSayWhat and you get 20% off your next purchase. And I believe that's it. Guys, again, thank you for doing this. Lauren, big again, the most I've asked of any guests. Big thank you to you. I, is that is that true? Is I really think it is. Two episodes that are two hours, and it's just you explaining something. I really think that's the most I've God, asked. You just have guests. no fucking idea how much that is in my ballpark. That is in my <laughs> wheelhouse. I love to just sit down and just <laughs> bullshit at people. It's my favorite thing. I know that's like that's really like kind of douchey to say. I just get really passionate about shit and love to talk about it. So you say this is the most I've asked of any guests, and I'm like. I I loved being here. I loved having to prep for this. It was awesome. I just got to listen to like Kingdom Hearts recaps in my car and like read wiki articles. It was great. Uh, I enjoyed doing I'm this. I'm glad that skill like just came in handy for this show. So again, big thank Anytime you, to you need someone to just yell about something for 2 hours, please let me know. I would be happy to show up and do it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe, and check out our slash furbox to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody.